Hello, beautiful people. It is AFC North Thursday Night Football Thursday, September 22nd, and this show starts now. Football. Got it. Four days. There it is. Nailed it. Three days, I guess, because we didn't lead off with it on Monday. It is a glorious Thursday night football Thursday because tonight starts week three of the NFL season in two teams that have a rivalry that is deep and hatred from the heart for each other are going to battle it out on Prime, which is recording record numbers from their first debut Thursday night football one week ago between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Allegedly, 14.9 or 15 million people watched on Prime last week. That was a massive question going into the season because everybody thought they'd maybe have 10 million, 11 million, 15.3 million viewers on the uh, game that Jeff Bezos and Roger Goodell were featured on and Kirk Herbstreet now Michael said, hey, how you guys doing? There's two people that are hated by a lot of people in this world <laughs> but have come together to create this opportunity to not only have it be the biggest sign-up day in Amazon's history, 15.3 million viewers. I assume that's one of the largest streaming events of all time. Congrats to Amazon, congrats to NFL, and congrats for tonight being a game that's going to be an old-school football battle. The spread was four and a half yesterday. This morning we woke up. It is now three and a half. Mm. I don't know what that means. Does that mean good news for the Steelers, bad news for the Browns? Miles Garrett will be playing. Jadavion Clowney will not be playing for the Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh's got their own shit. Tonight is going to be fantastic. Uh, We're going to be talking about it all damn daily. We're going to be talking about other stories around the sports world, not just the football world, mm. did, uh, we'll go to the talk to the table at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt, did Aaron Judge break that record last night against the Pittsburgh Pirates? Uh, he did not break the record last night, he was... Oh, three- he stinks, he stinks, yeah. wow. he let's couldn't not, do it against the Pirates. Let's not say that, because they won't pitch to him. The Pirates don't want to be the team that, Smart. you know, lets him break the record. They walked him a couple times, he had two doubles, okay, and the Yankees won 14-2, they beat the oh, shit baseball? out of the Pirates. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We were talking about it a little bit before the start of the show this morning. Uh, the Yankees had a guy hit two homers in the eighth inning. You know, they one around. inning. That's right. That's Good right. Lord. The Pirates are yes. maybe the two worst. home runs in one inning. Is that the greatest inning in the history of baseball? Is this guy now the MVP of uh, all of baseball? Two homers. One inning? Mm-hmm. I mean, professional baseball? That's right. That's right. It doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. Normally against the Pirates, though. Uh, a lot of the times it is against the Pirates. <laughs> Boy, do they fucking suck. <laughs> oh, all right, man. enough about baseball. Hell yeah. Aaron Judge didn't break the record. That's he all did. I need to hear. And he it did. wasn't against Pittsburgh Pirates. No, so. it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. <laughs> Aaron, not against Pittsburgh, folks. He needs to sell that fucking team immediately. Not the Steinbrenner family. I'm talking about the guy that owns a, or used to own the ski lodge in town. Right. And uh, now is running into the ground. Mr. Bob Nutting. Nutting. Of course. He stinks. This isn't about baseball, though. I, no. I'm sorry we didn't get to witness <clears throat> history in the making last night. That's a shame. Uh, let's go to uh, Boston Connor. It's funny. Uh, Aaron Judge is, doesn't break a record. Sounds like the Celtics are all the way back, and then yeah. now they're all the way gone. What, uh, there's real shit popping out of Boston this morning mm-hmm. in the Celtics. Head coach, Ime Udoka. Udoka, who got the Boston Celtics team after Brad Stevens promotes himself to president. Bingo. He, this guy now becomes the head coach of the team. He institutes a defense that every player on the team hated doing at the beginning. Yes. Team stunks, team stunk, team stunk. 
Team buys in, makes a miraculous playoff run that nobody thinks. Mm-hmm. Now we're running this back because we got a young team, a lot of contracts on. You're not. You guys are dead now. Yeah. Suspended for a year, yeah. your head coach for the Boston Celtics, due to a Jeez. consensual affair within the building of the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. And Stephen A. Smith said on First Take this morning that his sources are telling him that more details are going to come out. He yeah. said, once they come out, I want everybody to know that I know. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to be the one that's going to tell them, but I want everybody to know that there's more details coming out than I know. So if Stephen A. is going to make that a part of his promo about this, let's assume there's going to be a lot. What the fuck type of operations going on up there? Okay. Well, you guys are just starting to win again. Now now you guys can't win. You guys going to be – you got Missoula running the team. He's exactly. a West Virginia guy. Went to score at the same time as him. Dog. Had great drinks with that guy. Had good times with that guy. He's a good basketball player. But, man, uh, things start going good for Boston. <laughs> We just fall right back on our face. Again. Yeah, it's okay. You know, Udoka is the coach of the year, but unfortunately, you know, what they don't tell you is when you do get that coach of the year award, you can't keep your dong in your pants. And <laughs> yeah, sure, he may have had relations with one lady. There's also rumblings, that, which I think allegedly. Stephen A. is alluding to allegedly that there is a second lady now. So, yeah, it's a bummer, but I'm not worried. Missoula sounds like a guy, so he'll probably just do exactly what Udoka did. Minus, you know, <laughs> taking his dong out anytime he saw a woman in the facility, which it seems like because there's only, I think, two ladies who work in the uh, Celtics kind of, you know, umbrella with the team, and it seems as though you took uh, you took them both down. Well, uh, we don't, allegedly, we don't know. Uh, allegedly, as a follow-up, though, he's a married man. Yes. So morally, you can judge us how you may, obviously, mm-hmm. and he is with uh, Nia Long, who. As D-Butt and I were speaking before the program came on, she was, I believe, the black community's Kelly Kapowski. That's right. Okay, I, believe, I believe that is a good comparison of who it is. So Eme broke Nia's heart here publicly Come as well. Suspended for a year, broke Nia's heart. I think morally everybody's going to judge him, and I think everybody who's maybe had a, a potential crush on Nia is going to be like, you know, what the fuck, what dude? Doing? What are Come we even on. doing? Now, I did see the internet say, Beyonce allegedly got cheated on, so like, oh, yeah, true. you know, I mean, there yeah, is Jay-Z. It's not yeah. Nia. Hey, this is not Nia's fault. Well, Nia, not your allegedly. These are all allegedly. Okay. These are all allegedly. But Darius, a year-long suspension is a what? That's a very strong stance from the Boston Celtics, and I think there'll be people that'll be like, yeah, that's the right move. And then there's probably people that only care about sports that are like, yeah. a year? What? What? What, what is going on here? It's an interesting <laughs> world we're in right now. Dude. It is interesting because you know you get a peek into someone's you know personal life and. I've Obviously, it makes it it cross over in the business side and the professional because it did, did happen in the building. These rules are probably in place in a lot of buildings and a lot of workplaces, and I'm sure they're broken in a lot of workplaces. But a year long suspension, yeah, that's pretty, a lot of games. Pretty Come long, on. but you know, Stephen A. alluded to it being more than what we're hearing now. But um, it stinks, man. Especially that, going to finals in your first year. Yes. Ah, uh, that's tough. But, uh, came out of nowhere. This news came yeah. out of nowhere. Woke up this morning, was so excited to talk about Steelers, Browns all day. Yeah. We got Coach Chuck Pagano with Coach P's Keys today. Oh, yeah. We all got a chance to go into the team meeting room a week ago. And that meeting was the longest meeting I'd ever been in uh-huh. <laughs> last week. But it was... Uh, I don't, I don't Magnetic through the entire thing. It was. Oh, it yeah. was great. Impossible to take your eyes off of what Chuck Pagano was laying out there. And a lot of them came to fruition during the game. Oh, yeah. 
except for that one rookie DB. Yeah, 35. 35. Yeah. We did find where uh, 35 was, and Herbert did say, hey, do we test this guy? And he gets a pick six, obviously, in the fourth quarter in a massive moment. So we learned about him. Hey, mm-hmm. guy's right. a dog. Guy jumped around. Guy, guy did everything, although he's a rookie seventh-round pick. He figured it out. Can't wait for Coach P's keys today. He's been working alongside of it with the boys in the back at Evan Foxy, uh, Zito, and obviously Franklin Nicholas Moraldo on the ones and twos. Boys, how are we doing today? We uh, got off without a hitch here? Think Everything so. sounds good. Is there anybody there with you guys other than us? Deepak. That baby Deepak. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Deepak. There he is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so Deepak and Vig, who have been working on this studio day and night yeah. for the last 20 some days. Workhorses. Thank you, guys. Workhorses. Yep. Absolute stallions. Much pale. I talked about them last night. They're from uh, Chennai, India. Okay. okay. And I believe India has 30 states. Those 30 states are basically like 30 different countries. They speak the Tamil language in Chennai. And I don't know if I'm getting this all right. He's nodding yes. I'm getting it all right. Supposed to be, allegedly, I was told by people that speak Tamil from the Tamil Mado. Yep. Yeah. Tamil Mado region. They speak, that's the oldest language in the world. Okay, so I assumed in India, and I think remember whenever we learned that we had some fans in India. Yeah, I thought about having somebody become close friend of mine, Mm -hmm. pick up my characteristics, and was going to translate every single podcast into Hindi. And that lot of people put it out. That that was going to be there was going to be an Indian version of this show through old buddy that was going to translate. Is that why Deepak's still here? No, he doesn't speak Hindi. Oh, Hindi's wow. only 40% of India. And I learned from the Tamil speaking people, that is a big thing in India. Like I learned a lot yesterday about how what's going on over there, the build of India, what it is. I think if we would have done that, there would have been some people from India that would have been pissed that we're doing that because I guess Hindi is potentially being, there's kind of a... Uh, Forcing. Yeah. Ah, ah, like ah. The Protestants. Yeah, and I know nothing about India other than whatever we like kind of hear and trickle through. Incredible conversation with them. I was like, so is there, you know, all the conversation is with how populated it is. How, like, Zito literally just said it. You literally just, we just said so many people. I was like, is it impossible, like, to move around? He's like, cities, very congested. Suburbs, though, he said, just like here. Like, oh, nice. Okay. So think, beautiful region. There's tourism. I was like, should I come to Tamil region? And he's like... Yeah, you would love it. I'm like, oh, all right. Hold the Here phone. Who's saying a language like they have things like 2,000, 4,000 years old or something like that? That's insane. The Pat Jeez. Maggie show goes to India? I don't know if we're that popular yet over there, but <laughs> I might take a hiatus for a week or two and take a trip over there and become a little bit more cultured. Deepak. I really, hey, Deepak, I appreciate the hell out of you and Vig, man. Honestly. Love you, Deepak. Deepak. Literally. They, they were, they were like, they're here for school. They're fr- like, they live. Oh. So we got somebody from literally the opposite side of the world speaking the oldest language working in here like you school in indiana in i mean this was pretty cool yeah yeah no it's a downtown like school or you know purdue indiana up north up south no los angeles lmu in america oh okay in indiana no 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 they're in la remember we we did not know that we were going to potentially be working with anybody we hired a person named petro Yes. Who has built like a hundred studios. Mm-hmm. The best of the best. All the studios you've ever basically seen anybody talk from. Yep. Petro is a scouser, has his. Oh, it's rubbish. Uh, it's, uh, he has his fingerprints on all of it. He's the guy. Yes. We met him. We we're lucky to meet him. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, hired him to build the studio. Really? Haven't seen him one time. Literally, he just hired these guys, said, hey, these guys will be good. And although I told Petro, like, 
feel like I was kind of bamboozled a little bit. You know, I certainly <laughs> hired you to yeah. do this whole thing. Sure fucked us. Got these other, but met incredible fucking humans in these exactly. guys. So it all works out for a reason. And whenever we travel to India, we're going to go stay at their family's house. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. When we go to Petro yeah. in England, we're going to egg his house. I don't know if you want to do that in Liverpool. I, I think... Uh, Come on. Pretty sure everybody there beat your ass. Yeah, I'll have a Mo Salah jersey on. And then they'll be like, I guess he gets to go. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you never walk alone. You, hey, just, you never I, walk I'm, alone. I'm not walking Guy alone. who owns the Red Sox owns Liverpool. So I get a free pass. I'm sure they love you. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they love you. LeBron, that. maybe I'll wear one of his jerseys. He owns Liverpool now. I've been watching that. Uh, have you tried that Ryan Reynolds documentary? No, Rexham, I heard it's good. I think it's Rexham. Called? Yeah, yeah, welcome to Wrexham, I yeah. think. Yeah, and it's with that guy from uh, Always Sunny. Mac. Yeah, Rob McElhenney. Yeah. These two Hollywood guys bought mm-hmm. a soccer team in Scotland, like an old Premier League soccer. Uh, maybe not Scotland. Yeah. It might have been a lower division. Uh, it's in the Premier English League, team. so it yeah. might be in England. But is Ted that, Lasso references it, I know. Yeah, so they're out of. So that's the only. It's Welsh. So sorry, Wales. So sorry. So that's one of the four I'm, in England. Yeah, I'm I mean, so you're sorry. Right there. Yeah, but I fucking called something on SmackDown one time, the UK, and it was clearly not the UK, and it was a whole. My after geography. Brexit, all that's yeah. confusing. It's not our fault. I agree. Not our fault, but probably should know it if we talk about it. But that Wrexham thing is pretty cool. So in soccer, you can actually take a team. Like, we could create a team. Mm-hmm. We could start playing in this bum-ass league, like over 30 pickup league. Yes. But there's younger people playing it. You get it. Like, just a pickup league. We do well enough in that league. We go up a league. We do well enough in that league. We go up a league. You can find yourself in the fucking Premier League in England. Like, that actually happens. Teams get like, and if you stink in these leagues, your bottom three, you get relegated to a lower league. So you can be like a fucking championship pedestal team, and then you either lose ownership, lose money, lose coach, and fall all the way down to like fucking pickup soccer, basically. So this Ryan Reynolds and what's Rob McElhaney. Rob McElhaney. He's interesting. So the, uh, in in the. uh, Always sunny. Was that yeah, always sunny in Philadelphia? Guy. He's super talented, right? He's like yeah. a super talented, very, very talented. Seems like he is a yeah, very, sure. very talented guy. So they're trying to take this team. They bought it whenever yeah. it was down the bottom league, and they're trying to make it go all the way to the top. Yeah. They've got invested in this town, but the locals, the initial reaction to two Hollywood people buying the team, not great, obviously. And then as they start to you know turn around, it's like a big. Story. It's good. It's a good documentary. It's a great. What's the doc- where, where can you watch it? Oh, FX. FX. So, Hulu. Okay. It's on Hulu too. Yep. Yeah. FX got some good shit. Hulu yeah. does, has got some. Yeah. They stole Mike Tyson's story, which is kind of. I'm. I don't up. know what to do. Honestly, I'm kind of because I use. Did Hulu. you see the guy who they got to play Mike Tyson? I, it's so bad. So it's like it's hard to get upset about it. Yeah, this is the welcome to Wrexham. This is this uh, the, okay, the program yeah, here. Yeah, it looks like they got dogs. They the coach that they got running the team is a. Uh, from a much higher league, and they just paid him a bunch of money to come Smart. down. Smart. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, the initial crew, though, like the initial coach who sucked. Yeah. The way they and that team treated the new ownership, it was interesting. They like, hated it. Just yeah. want to smack them. Like, your team stinks. That's why this mm-hmm. – hey, you're a bad coach. That's why they're buying this. And then that turnover process is all kind of documented. It's a, it's a very fascinating thing. But to be clear, I don't think – you walk into Liverpool and say, I'm from Boston, the Red Sox owners own this team, it's going to be good. Just from literally the documentary I watched. Yeah, well, I'll be singing You Never Walk Alone. And, I mean, from what you just said about that, it is exactly what Ted Lasso is 
essentially, except the owner is new and the coaches gets fired? Or? Ted Lasso, they're at the, the owner, former owner, divorce, wife gets team. Okay. So that's what Ted Lasso is. Wife tries to bury team because of how much husband, ex-husband, love mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. So hire dipshit coach from other sport to come in and try to relegate team. That's who Ted Lasso is. Yes. Right. Yeah. So she's trying to run them down the ladder. Okay. Wrexham trying to run Win. up the ladder. Mm-hmm. So there might come a time where FC Richmond and the Wrexham boys, you know, kind of meet in one of those middle yeah. ones. That would Completely make sense. Too. Uh, uh, Ted Lasso will be in FIFA 23. Yeah. Yeah. Game. Nice. Can play as AFC Richmond. Can yeah. you be um, Baby Tart? Jamie Tart? Jamie Tart. Did you watch Ted Lasso? No, not yet. I thought sure. you guys were singing the real baby shark. So <laughs> well, a baby. that's a catchy tune. I mean, yeah, it gets old real quick. Whoa. Why? When you were kids, you gotta figure real that out. Quick. You don't like it. No, I like it, but you know, everything you just keep hearing over and over and over. Now, is this just a white children thing? The um poop in my fingernails. Poop in my fingernails. Poop on YouTube. You've heard this song. Yes, I have. Okay, so it's not just a white everybody. Those those guys, that I mean, just that genre, they have broad reach. I think all the kids. And it's just like they yeah. got them too, right? Oh, yeah. Hooked. How many kids do you have? Five girls. They're awesome. God too. bless you. Yeah. You're a great dad, dude. Appreciate that. I, I've watched. I've got to watch him be a dad, and then I'll talk to him, and then one of the girls will walk in, and like the interactions between the two, you can tell that they really love yeah. you and that you do the same. I don't know how the fuck you do it, though. Five kids, five daughters. That's yeah, a lot. Keep you young. Keep you young. Keep you soft. Yeah, you're eating 14 donuts over here. That was ridiculous. Still dunking. Thank you, Coach. Dunking balls. Yeah, Coach Pagano brought in four dozen donuts today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's week three, Coach. Yeah, Yeah, slow down. We're going to be 400 pounds you keep doing He wants us to puke while we're doing suicides later. Yeah, we're going to run some gassers in here. Hey, 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 Zito, I have a question. Yep. We're talking about the NBA right now. We'll get into the NFL in like a second. We were talking about the NBA there for a second, so we might as well get this in here. Like, if the Chicago Bulls, who I think we have a pretty good relationship oh, with, yeah. right? We have a pretty we good relationship with them. We love them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they come to play the Pacers, can they do their shoot-around in here? Yeah, why not, right? Would that not be hysterical? Zach Levine would love to be here. Well, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to get up shots in the middle of my routine. We're going to have to, you know, because i got to hit at least 50 from each spot. Every single morning and night. Yep. They could buy 2K on the uh, TVs in there oh, yeah. as the Bulls. Maybe that's how they can warm up, kind of get the strategy. They do that in L.A., way. though. I think they go to, like, random rich people's houses and shoot in their, Drake. in their mansions. Drake's, too, in Toronto. Yeah. You had the Golden State Golden Warriors State there. at my house. All right, this is an open invite to any NBA team except for the Pacers. Any NBA Jeez. team. Way teams only. M.A. Udoka. You hate the Pacers? What's that, pal? You hate the Pacers? I didn't know. They got their own gym. They got their own They gym. suck, D-Butt. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're turning around. They tried suing. They tried to sue me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they told me they were going to sue me for wow. something. All right, well, fuck them. Well, that's been a long time. That's years and years ago, mm-hmm. so maybe we turned over a new page. But they yeah, did but try they to sue me. Now. And they're bad, yeah. They're I, very bad. I bought 5,000 tickets for fans ago whenever they were in the playoffs against uh, when they were on that magical run. Bought like 5,000 tickets, a whole upper bowl. They gave me a good deal on it, but I still bought all those tickets, gave them away for free. Had a great relationship. kind of seems them. like once they sued you, they got really bad. I think it was kind of they tried to sue me. They didn't the actually sue me. Yeah. They threatened. It was a nice threatened yeah. email. Mm-hmm. Curse, perhaps. Got to reverse curses. That's why the Lions, although they look awesome. They don't pay Calvin. They ain't ever going to win. Nope. 
Anyways, yeah, so any team but the Pacers. They come in here. We open invite. Yeah. We also have a rebound machine coming soon, too, so that'll help out. We can help. Yeah. And also, we're ready to put on the damn polos. Of course. Yeah. And we'll have a fucking groomer person. Mm-hmm. Diva, you shoot well out here or no? You think you've found it? or Come on. Yeah, just not from the fucking stage. Stage is a tough shot. You know? Stage is a tough shot. You hit that three, though. A lot of people saying it looked like it was <laughs> yeah, doctored. previously recorded. That's on me. This is a live show, all right? Yeah, well, they were saying it was previously recorded, that shot yesterday. Won some money for somebody. Yeah. Right? What, 25, 25 people? people yeah. For $25 a pop. No, it was five hundred. Oh my God, he missed fifteen shots before. Wow. Yeah, well, but, that was you know, it was a part of the, the rules. Just running up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were hustling the entire operation. Of course, that was smart. And also, if we make every shot, people are just going to expect it to be an easy shot. It's not an easy shot. It's not an easy shot. Difficult. Caruso gets in here. Okay, Country Club Caruso. Mm-hmm. He gets in here. I'm not saying he he's making five out of ten from here. Okay. Uh, well, unless he, you know, he's coming clean off, uh, you know, a bong rip perhaps, and he might go 10 for 10. Oh, he's yeah. He, the guy loves to travel through airports with weed. Loves it. That's what Caruso does. Probably not going to get the Bulls in here now because we just said what we just said, but. What? They're allowed. No, I, it's in, in season, Illinois, right? it's a completely yeah. different story. NBA, they don't test for it, right? No. Yeah, and I think it's legal in that state. After COVID. Does the NFL test for it at all? Because whenever I was potentially going back, everybody was like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. I'm like. I, I don't think you can get suspended. I think you could still get tested for it, though. And I still think you end up in the substance of abuse program. Somebody just got suspended uh, six games for a violation of the substance six? of abuse program. Yeah. Who's that? PDs? Uh, substance of abuse. Steelers guy did. Six games. But I don't know if it was for substance of yeah. abuse. Oh, yeah, for three games. DeMond three games. Z. Yeah, substance of abuse. So substance of abuse program, anytime it comes up, I would like to remind people what it is because – you hear somebody get in the substance abuse program, then they fail another test when they're in there, and everybody's like, you know you can't do anything. It is, it is a very, very – I went through it 27 months, eight, te- eight mm. tests a month randomly. Anytime I left Indiana, I had to give them an address where I was headed and two phone numbers they can reach you at. Had to meet with a substance of abuse counselor once a week for at least an hour. I mean, it was a full-on – PO almost. And it was you have to check in with them at all times. So guys get caught up every once in a while because I don't know, you get 13 months into that and you uh, maybe get a little comfortable one night and then you accidentally get popped for the next day. Because I was tested on a Friday one time in Indiana, a Sunday in Las Vegas, and then a Tuesday in Pittsburgh one time. They're like, they're trying to catch you whenever they hear you're doing something. I failed zero tests, so I was able to get out in two years and three months. But the substance of abuse program is no I mean it is tough people never get out of it normally I was my life sucked for 27 months basically I just said I'm gonna sit at home I started tweeting that's basically when I started tweeting because all my friends were out and about having a good time because I was 23 years old that's what all my friends did couldn't do anything couldn't have alcohol in my system couldn't Mm -hmm. do anything 27 months it was tough I smoked spice for like three months yeah I mean don't What's the that. worst thing you could do bad. to yourself? Don't do and that. Your brain. I'm going to smoke spice, but they couldn't test for it at the time. 
And uh, I don't think they can either, but it was ruined in my life. But yeah, the substance of abuse program is a nightmare. So if you hear somebody fails in a test in there, I don't think your first reaction should be, what a fucking idiot. It's like, he might have just got to the point where it was like, oh, I need Jeez. to do something. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And it's booze or drugs, right? Yes. Regardless of what you, whether it was drinking or drugs, you can't have either. So if you get arrested for an alcohol or drug-related mm -hmm. charge, you're automatically in to the substance mm. of abuse program. If you fail the annual test, you go into the substance of abuse program. If you fail the combine test that they give you, you go into the substance of abuse program. If you get arrested for an alcohol one, alcohol is added to the test, I believe. I'm not 100% sure, I haven't looked into it all, but yeah, I couldn't have anything in my system. When I got, to, I got tested at 4 a.m. in the middle of Georgia. 4 a.m. You have four hours to complete your test, too. Damn. So you start doing the math there at 8 a.m. I wake up like 6.45 with like three missed calls, and it's from the, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from, uh, what's the piss company? I should know this. Uh, sport, uh, clean sport maybe, or games, whatever it is. And they just have a person that pisses everybody in the main cities. They have somebody, an employee that basically does yeah. it. So you just meet that person. I, I pissed in hotel lobbies. I pissed in gas station restrooms, like where you had to get the key of course. from the person training in the back. You want just two people in the training airport. facility. Mm -hmm. I have pissed everywhere for that goddamn thing. And the guy down in Fort Lauderdale, white dude, long hair, ponytail. Patriot sticker on his truck. Hell yeah. Chains. Did you see him? Did you get tested by yeah. this guy? Yeah. He had chains on. This is the first time I'd ever met a piss test guy who had any <laughs> swag at all had like some jays on and he was like hey you come down here often you know maybe we could do uh some business or whatever and i i had to like leave immediately because i was going to miss my flight with when we were testing but if i would have had like a day i probably would have listened to what that guy was saying it got caught up in a whole situation. No. He was getting pissed for people doing the whole thing. Should have definitely done it. I, he didn't get caught <laughs> till after I was out of my yeah. program. I, I wouldn't have been a fucking issue, but everybody else did. That program is no joke. It is a fucking nightmare yeah. to be in, and a lot more people are in it than you could imagine, and they never fucking get out, it seems like, D-Butt. That sucks. You got, I mean, you, you got to know. You got an, obviously your situation was different, but you know you get popped. No, I mean I was pretty fucking hammered drunk. <laughs> yeah, Yo, that's what I'm saying. So that was a good reason to get put in a fucking program. Yeah. But if you 27 months, if you're a player, yeah. like you know when the tests are coming, you know the time frames. Like you got to be able to avoid it. And if you can't avoid it, you may have a fucking problem. And like, you might if, need if, the program. Yeah, you might need it. So like for me, I think I did need the program in my life to an extent. To, yeah, it got to the point where it was like cruel and unusual punishment yeah. almost. I felt <laughs> like Done, you know it's like. All right, 27 months of this feels like a long time. You give me a year straight where I'm not allowed to do anything, and I got to report to you every time I'm moving and leaving my house. Like, I feel like that's a good enough punishment. But I think I did need it Too to, like, years, yeah. give me an excuse to slow down almost. Because yeah. I was, right. I was yeah. going, 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 both having ends. a good time, having a good time. My career probably not what it ends up being. Hall of Fame. Yeah, Who knows? <laughs> that is tough to say seriously, but it actually happened. So sorry about it. Should not go in. Many others should go in before me. Vote for Shane Leckler. Fucking love that guy. And also anybody else on that list that is worthy. But like, I needed it. But 27 months was just a fucking nightmare. And they, I was a bit rude to the supervisor of it as well when Fair I got told that I was going to have two years of this. Sure hey, you what, type, only one. what type of doctor are you? Yeah, that's why it was crazy on, you know? like, Monday night, Josh Gordon's still playing. Because how long has Josh Gordon been in that It's ruined Three, his whole years? fucking career, too, yeah. man. And that's why, like, the suspension no longer for marijuana fails mm -hmm. is, like, awesome. 
But for Josh Gordon, I assume he sees that going there. He's just like, what the fuck are yeah. we even doing here? Because that's a lot of great talent wasted. Man. I mean, Josh Gordon was a talent. That Flash year, was a guy. That year, I think he only played 14 games, still led the league. Like, yeah. he was 1,800 yards. Yeah. Like, he had everything you wanted, obviously, at the wide receiver position. Like, cut, cut short because of the other shit. So, yeah, he, he probably it. Yeah. Martavis Bryant for the Steelers. Plant. He, he was a ridiculous alien. Season. Yeah, he was unbelievable. His nickname was actually the alien. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. he he was six four or something like that. Yeah, like One eighty ran a two. four four <laughs> four three. He he put a, him and Ben and uh, yeah, AB. they shredded you guys up that one time. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, yeah, exactly. They were good. Well, I mean, they were cheating, but hey, just to be clear, Nick, they would have put up double the amount of yards they put up on these guys. No, sorry. They would have put up – I don't know how many yards you can get in a game. They got a lot that game. Yeah, they sure. wouldn't have been able to do was like 500. They would have got double on you, Nick. All right, I just want to let you know if you were playing out there. I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, I'm just letting you know that, though. So I would like, have let them. All you people on the internet, they're like, oh, can you fucking – like, I can't call Randy Why don't you fucking Sorry. try it? <laughs> nice. See, they call him the fucking alien, dude. What, what, what am I even – and Roethlisberger was dialed in. Yeah. What do you mean? Why can't you tackle A.B. at midfield, open field? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get him those – Chuck, I think, I think Chuck said, get the guy on the ground. I don't know if it was for that one. It wasn't for A.B. I don't think it was for that particular tackle. There was one tackle, though, that, like – I mean, Chuck, yeah, okay. they actually had a guy blocking me, Chuck. Like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will shed a block, I guess, but there's no chance I'm going to get this guy. Get the guy on the ground. All right. And I'm like, I appreciate it. He said, I've seen him make heart attack. Because I'm like, I've been with me the whole time. I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever been able to do that. But yeah, just get the guy on the ground. Everybody, Antonio Brown shook the shit out of me. I mean, that was a lot of people on that list. Yeah, a lot of people on that list. As that field is opening up, not a great punt. We're down 45. We're punting still. Thanks, Chuck. Huh. Uh, into fourth quarter. Yeah. Is that a key today? Or? Yeah, is that a key? Like, hey, if, if, it's, if it's fourth and 17 or more, we're going to have to punt. Is that what it was? Because that was basically the case. We were down three scores, but it ends up it was like third and eight. We lose 10 somehow. And he's like, oh, we have to fucking punt now. We can't. We can't. We don't have many fourth and twenty plays. I don't know if this is the thing to do. So I get out there and punt. I punt it to him. Not a good enough ball in the middle of the field. Mm. And uh, seemed like everybody that was on the punt team also didn't think we we're going to ever punt again because sure. mm-hmm. of how far we were down. A lot of backups guys that weren't in games. So they kind of jogged down there. And then that thing just. I mean that sea opened, and I could almost hear and see Danny Smith the Steelers special teams coordinator, screaming fuck you to me on the sideline while chewing his gum. Mm-hmm. And A.B. had no idea that they were up four scores and did not have to score again. He, he hit me with one of those, d mm. oh, Yeah, prime, prime A.B. Oh. That, I mean, that whole game, that was ugly. The only thing that made it better was the following week, I think he went out and did the same thing against the Ravens. He threw another 500. I was like, Hell yeah. yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> there there we go. go. All right, there's just a buzzsaw right now. There, there's a buzzsaw. They're yeah, going to get it figured out. Did. We talked to Chuck a little bit about your everything DB breakdown yesterday, about that Ravens uh, look <laughs> where you, AB couldn't figure it out, Branch yep. couldn't figure it out, you couldn't figure it out. We asked Chuck, and Chuck, I think, had an answer. He said they were, they were trying to, they were trying a lot of, they were trying to do. Yeah. That was an interesting thing happening at the NFL. Thank you for what you did for us yesterday. Hey, we fun. feel a lot Thank smarter, you, don't we? Yeah, oh, big I love time. that segment. Like, we were talking about it, too. Now that anyone can have, like, the All-22, you see a lot of people who think they know what they're talking about, like, putting film breakdowns <laughs> on Twitter. Like, you know, this is really what you want to look for here. And it's like, you know, we got D-Butt and all these other guys coming in here. It's like, oh, here's a guy who actually does know what the fuck he's talking about. It's refreshing. It really is. It is because some of those people, you know, maybe they were great in college, 
understand football very well, have studied up on it and everything, uh, but it's a little different ball game. That's why you never hear me like try to break down other positions because like just imagine me sitting at a table listening to him and AB talk about what they were just talking about. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't have a fucking clue what is going on in the back. I know what the keys are, right? Chuck told sure, me what sure. the keys Hey, this is what, yeah. what we're going to try to do, but with the actual shit that's going on, it's like I have no idea. If I was to jump out there and be like, Denzel Ward was right, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he was doing the right thing. Everybody else was wrong, and you could see it by this step that you can he see took. The technique he's trying to play here, uh, and where he lined up, it's clear that the, he knew it was like. <laughs> and then maybe he sure. he knew he was playing cover two. Yeah, but uh, the other ten guys here seem to be playing <laughs> cover three, so that seems to be a little bit of an issue. Like we are very thankful for it. Just want to let man. you know that. Appreciate it's, you. It's good for the entire sports media world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the sports. That are happening this evening. Steelers at Browns. Browns minus three and a half. Over under at 38 and a half. Jeez. Connor, that seems very low. Not the lowest of the season thus far, though. No, lowest of the season was a monsoon in Trey Lance's first game, really, against the Bears in Chicago, and that only got to 29. So mm-hmm. when you see those low numbers, you can probably assume it's going under. I'm probably going to take the under 25 just because why not? Well, that, that's kind of your thing. You, yeah. You scan through FanDuel Sportsbook to find the largest bets that you can find. Have to. And then you talk yourself into Mm -hmm. thinking it's going to happen. Then you do your best to – he politics around the entire office. Yeah, it's like Halloween. He goes, hey, listen, I got a plus 8,000. That is – Lock. Lock. But since Connor did so good politicking this morning, I did open up the old app. Yeah. I did go into the game specials. I found a plus 20,000 er <laughs> yes. right next to Connor. That makes me kind of feel the way Connor feels about things. I think I'm hitting for 50 grand tonight. Let's go. I think I'm hitting for $50,000 in the first quarter. There's a chance, or second quarter, or third quarter. This sure. thing doesn't die until there's a touchdown scored. Yes. First touchdown scored, Pat Okay. Second, do we have the graphic? I do believe. The second bad. touchdown. Uh, must be scored by David and Joku. Oh shit! Boo! That's that's simple. That's simple. What do you mean? Oh shit! What do you mean? Why? Why was that simple? Well, Joku's just gonna go. Oh look, there's in Joku. Yeah. Open in the end zone. Boom! Can't believe they didn't cover this yeah. guy. Yeah, and Joku was the other guy who called the team meeting with Jacoby Brissett. Debo. Well, so it's actually coming out that there was a defensive player on the but so what you just lied right into the microphone. Uh, and that's what he does there. when he's politicking exactly. with these long <laughs> plus twenty thousand. This is the biggest game special available just right in front of you on FanDuel Sportsbook right now. One dollar wins you two hundred dollars. I put two hundred and fifty bucks on it. Boom. Why not Why win not? fifty grand? Huh? Who says not? And who says that I, I'm not a person that's supposed to have money? Because I am putting $250 on a plus $20,000 bet that immediately upon hearing it, a big NFL football brain goes, disgusting. It hey, could happen. Yeah, yeah. This could happen. It's, way, it's the same deal, okay? If this hits and you only put $25 on it, oh. You're going to be kicking yourself all weekend. So when this does hit, you're going to be saying, why didn't I put 500 bucks on this? Why don't I put 1000 on this? There you go. 200000 on it. Who says no? Not me. Well, the game. Well, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is a big tight end game tonight, don't you? Yeah, so he's supposed to go low. Todd Haley says it's going to go low. The sports books think it's going to go low. It's been dropping. Everybody feels like it's going to be a battle. Maybe the tight end score. Now, to be clear, if a field goal is the first score, all good. Don't yep. matter. We are still alive. Yep. So everybody needs to know. First touchdown needs to go Murth. Yes. I don't know if anybody's watching that potentially has any say in this whole thing. 
Hey, Mitch. Mitch, what do you say? Yeah, make it okay. happen. Feed the moose. Yeah. Okay? Feed the moose. And Jacoby, listen, if I know a guy that ain't ever going to let you down, I know last week you were let down. NFL Films released uh -oh. some footage of Stefanski and Jacoby talking on the sideline. Mm -hmm. And Stefanski said, listen, this was terrible. We got to put this away and move on. And Jacoby is furious about it because Jacoby had a win as a Cleveland Brown starting quarterback there. And then it all unfolded because Joey. Footsteps, Footsteps. Flacco, one on a run with two minutes left in the game that did something for the first time, and it hadn't happened in 2,330 other games of the similar situation. So throw the ball to Njoku, okay? Feed Njoku early. Feed Muth early. Yes. And let's – imagine if Njoku scores first touchdown, Muth scores the second. Can also bet on that. I believe it's plus 17,000. But, I mean, just <laughs> think about it. You know, <laughs> run yourself through this. First and goal from the one. Oh. The Steelers have the ball. Oh, not well, giving it to Nosh. No, because that's what the defense is playing. Yeah. They're no, going to fake no. it to Nosh. Boot. Boot out to Muth. Love Same that. thing. Cleveland marches down the field. Chubb. Chubb's got 30 yards on the opening possession. Yep. What do they do? First and goal from the one. Oh, oh we're going to give it to Chubb. Spillane thinks he's exactly thinks he's yeah. coming up. downhill. Jacoby. Nope. Sorry. Injoku. Touchdown. Boom. 50 racks. How about that? And there's still 12 minutes to go in the first half. First quarter. First quarter. Why sure. not us? I think it's going to hit. I'm already going to start buying stuff with the money I just made. Smart. Hell yeah. Spend it all. Hell yeah. How do you think this go, uh, game goes tonight, DB? Honestly. Dog fight. Do you think it's, it's like going to be punt, field position, a lot of run, a lot of tackling? Yep. Defensive battle, dog fight, low scoring, uh, good old AFC North battle. Hell, Hell yeah. Who do you think wins in that? Because it feels like the Browns would be set up for that. But I trust Tomlin a lot more than I trust. No offense to Fansky. You guys could have won it three times last week. Mm -hmm. But that is like the culture is already established in Pittsburgh, I think. That type of thing, I think, shows up in these types of games. But Chubb and Hunter in the backfield in the other end, they're fucking dudes, obviously. Are we making our picks right now? No, just how oh, you feel. Like, uh, how do, who do you think? Yeah. I, tr I trust the Browns a little more in this one. Whoa. I trust the Browns a little more, but uh, fuck it, I got to make my pick. Tom, Tom is going to cover, though. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. So you're doing two for here. You Double think Steelers plus three and a half, Browns money line. Absolutely. Probably a big time payday there because it's only three and a half. I assume you can get paid out on that. I like I like Tomlin a lot. Love I him. like the way the team seems to be rallying around him in Cincinnati. Them celebrating in the locker room afterwards. Now that all gets stolen from them by New England this past week, mm -hmm. where they look bad and they're going to have to adapt to a defensive life without TJ mm -hmm. because he's a game wrecker. He's a disruptor on every single play, and they also got to shift protections to him, I believe, if we listen to anything that A.Q. Shipley said the other day. So now that whole entire D-line has to get adjusted. Maybe the New England Patriots knew about all this, took advantage of it because they have a good coach as well in Bill Belichick. And maybe the Steelers learned from it and we see a team tonight that looks like the team that looked in the first week against the Bengals. Yeah, and the Browns have Miles Garrett, obviously, but no clown. He's huge. And the Patriots' strength of their team is their D-line. Uh, most depth at that position. They rotate five, six, seven guys. I don't know, honestly, what Cleveland does because all I saw of them this year is Joe Flacco putting his dong all over Cleveland. But That is I interesting. Mean, well, they run, obviously. Chubb had yeah, three tuds. Great. Yeah. And the week, last week, uh, Kareem Hunt had two tuds. So they definitely rely on the run so but the under seems to be perfect chubb though if he hits that second he's got yeah. track Mink, speed Mink, Mink, though. yeah Mink is back there 
Come on. Mink ain't gonna let it happen. He's not letting that go. No way, not Minka. No. Mink ain't gonna let that take place. It does seem like this is gonna be either like 17, 14, 21, yep. 17. Whoever has last possession probably wins the game. Whoever wins the turnover battle definitely wins the game. I don't know. It's just tough because, like, with, you know, we talk about Chubb and Hunt, but you look at the Steelers, like, they don't really talk about it. Like, they have a bunch of weapons. Man, they really do. Really and it's just, like, for whatever reason, whether it's the offensive line's really bad or Mitch is still kind of figuring things out. Or like, Matt Canada's uh, a moron. There it is. That too. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they have two studs on the outside. Naj is a beast. Like, it, it just. Yeah, Moose. I mean, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I really do think it's going to be – we're looking at 21-17, 17-14 last possession wins. I like that a lot. Throw it up. You got to throw it up a couple times to these guys, man. Let them go make it. That was really the difference in last week's game, like that play Angular made. Yeah. Like, you know, Mac just threw it up and let his guy go make a play. Like, you have those weapons on the outside, and Pittsburgh always does. I think what Pickens has been targeted – Five, six times. Yeah, what's that all about? How come games? he's not getting the ball? I don't know. He just said he's always open to. Yeah. Like I'm I mean, six four and I run a four four. I'm always open. <laughs> that's every wide receiver's mindset. I think. Yeah, that, great to have that mindset. Great to hear it. But if you think back to Chase Claypool when he came onto the scene, it was Ben Roethlisberger throwing into tight coverage mm-hmm. and Chase Claypool just going up and making a big time play, which is why all of Pittsburgh loved him because yeah. this guy was making spectacular catches. If you don't get the opportunity to do as such, you're never going to make them. Pickens seems to be a guy that will go make those plays. Yeah. Chase is still there. He had a rough year last year, but was that the offense? Was it him? Was it maybe he figured some things out and got back to his normal self? Will we ever know if they let him do it? And is Mitch even allowed to? Or is that Canada's offense? I mean, that is why everybody in Pittsburgh has all the questions. I can't wait to see how it all unfolds tonight on Thursday Night Football on Prime. We'll have more about that in a bit. Let's talk about Bill Belichick and Lamar Jackson. So, Bill Belichick had struggled with Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens. They actually thought that Bill Belichick was changing the way he did football because Lamar Jackson had success in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson chit-chatted about his pre-draft visit with Bill Belichick. And uh, Lamar Jackson is always the coolest fucking dude of all time. And I can't wait to see how much money this dude gets paid. Um, I seen Belichick smile. Um, usually I see him, he's like puzzle face, like a straight face. God, when I see him smile, I'm like, dang, you, you got humor. Like, I told him that. He was like, yeah. I'm like, I wasn't expecting you to be smiling. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. You, you're a human. He, he said, yeah. you're a human. That's amazing. Uh, and I, it, that sounds like such an interesting way to describe somebody, but it, it's real. Like, I think a lot of these figures that we've only seen on the television or at a press conference, like Bill Belichick, I assume is a robot, but then I hear stories from like Vinatieri and everybody that's ever been up there like, you would fucking love Belichick. And I'm like, well, I think I love him even more because he doesn't let anybody fucking see it. But Lamar Jackson visiting with Bill Belichick obviously left a mark on Bill Belichick as well because this is what he had to say in his press conference. And remember, Bill always talks up everybody, but listen to the comments he makes about old Lamar Jackson and about the meeting he had with him pre-draft. Get to know him at all in 2018. Yeah, he visited here. What do you, yeah. what do you remember about him during the pre-draft process? Good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Great visit. <laughs> Spent a lot of time with him. <laughs> yeah, really interesting guy. Interesting guy. Yeah. How have you seen him uh, grow in the league? Obviously, he came in. Uh, questions about whether he can handle being in the pocket, and it seems as if he's answered some of those questions. Without a doubt. 
the type of player that's a you know MVP type of candidate. So I think he's more than answered him. But we'll see what his contract is. That'll answer him. <laughs> is he thinking about shipping Mac Jones out of town and using all the money he has next year to go get Lamar Jackson to the New England Patriots? Or is this Bill Belichick just saying, uh, all these people talking shit about Lamar Jackson, you shut the fuck up? Yeah, I love that he knows exactly what's going on with the contract stuff. Kind of like a peek behind the GM curtain of Belichick because it feels like mm-hmm. when he's ever do- whenever he's doing his press conferences, it's about you Coach. know Patricia. Yeah, it's about you know what the defense is doing, how they're going to shut Lamar down. Not more so like, hey, what do you think uh, about Lamar in the co- in the contract situation and how he is in the pocket? Now, I will say uh, I might be playing Madden right now, and in 2024, <laughs> the Patriots were the team that ended up with. Lamar Jackson. Oh, now, hey, I love Matt Mac Jones. Jones. I love yeah. him forever. He's not even wearing his. Uh... Wearing the Nobles. Oh come wow. on! I got these. One, you, you bought us oh. these wonderful slides. Who am I not to oh. wear? Give me a break. Oh. Now, if oh, Lamar no. takes the Mac Jones oh. shoes oh. off my oh. fucking oh. feet, he's got every single ah, one of his jerseys. Okay, I mean, it would be terrible to lose Mac Jones. With that being said, if you can get someone like Lamar Jackson, you go and get him. Oh, I mean, what are we talking wow. about? I think there are what you're going to get killed. There are, what, 30 teams? There's probably just Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else probably like, yeah, I'll take Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. But if Rodgers is retired by the time that That's what I mean. You're saying get him to Green Bay, huh? Even if he is. He's definitely coming to Indianapolis. Everybody can just fucking relax. Well, I mean, if we know anything about QBs coming to Indianapolis, they're (laughs) cursed because they all fucking stink. Frank will be fired by then. Sorry. He'll be able to, you know, maybe start anew. (laughs) Well, who's he he hiring? I'm not talking. Matt Rule? All right, let's get into it. Frank Reich said... That the performance was pathetic. Okay. Yeah. How come we didn't see those headlines? Yeah, and water is wet. Yeah, but Frank. He, but he acknowledged it. Remember, we were talking about Frank saying everything was kumbaya, everything was good. He didn't say that. He said it was pathetic and it was not good. Great news. They're on the right track. Getting a bunch of starters back. Shaq, is he playing? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Buckner's playing. I think there's a chance we're looking at a. Two, three, and fourteen, fifteen season for the Colts. They fucking stink. Because it's not just no. Because it's not just about yeah. Shaq Leonard. They're not playing. If the Colts lose 27-24, much different story. They have a healthy O line. They have a healthy Jonathan Taylor. The best We're games. Have Michael Pittman. So what? The best games that your running back is going to have and your O line is going to have is early in the season. They're fresh. They got their. You know, they probably feel the best that they feel all season in these first what six seven games right, and they deflect. can't score any points let's not deflect they are Colts lost 24 zip all right yeah let's, go, let's, zero. To, let's get away from this run one. the fucking ball they are five and a half point dogs on sunday they should be 21 24 point dogs to the chiefs free money you absolutely nuke that. They're going to get <laughs> yes. fucking killed yes. on Sunday. So I'm opener. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Take the Chiefs minus it. twenty and a half. <laughs> what is play. your problem? Yeah, that's what you should do. Spread. He's I right. Agree. It should be a twenty-five point spread. Everybody needs. Everybody needs to stop overreacting. Okay, let's get back to the topic. Long okay. season, a lot of ball left. Yeah. Uh, well, not for the Colts. Bad ball. Might be a Man, lot of bad I mean, ball. It, it was bad. So this Horrible. is. This goes back to the point that we were talking about a lot, though. Like, every team has injuries. And if you have injuries at your skill positions, your offense gets greatly affected if you don't have a, any depth at that position. DeAndre Hopkins gets hurt last year. The Cardinals are dead. 
You know what teams seem to just go right by any of those types of injuries because they happen to everybody? The teams that win the Super Bowl, they are loaded at wide receiver. They are loaded at skill positions because they know injuries are going to come, and when they come, we need to be able to put somebody else in there. I mean, obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. signs, and then next day, Woods yeah. gets hurt. But imagine if they didn't have Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, and to go yeah. make the play, they would have been fucked. Absolutely. And not, not, not fucked. They would have had somebody that would have been able to do good. But Odell Beckham Jr. is a game changer. You need to have depth at the skill position. So, number one, Michael Pittman not being in there is obviously terrible. But we talked about you got you got to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. hey, you're going to lose a top guy or two. Them getting blanked is just I mean, it's it's it is alarming. But let's get back to this. Do you think the Baltimore Ravens know that we talk about Lamar Jackson like this? Bill Belichick obviously is like this guy's about to reset the whole market. Yes. Do do you think the Baltimore Ravens understand how much everybody loves Lamar Jackson because I think if you listen to how Rappaport talked about it and let's assume Rappaport has an in from the Ravens side of things. He said that Deshaun Watson had leverage. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson had leverage cuz he said he wanted to be traded. All hell broke loose. New program, very serious allegations. And Casario was like, yeah, we don't want you to be on our team. So he was almost a pseudo-free agent. So he was, because of things that weren't good at all, he became a free agent technically under a contract who was able to pick where he wanted to go. It was a free agency period. Lamar does not have that. Unless Lamar was an absolute fucking piece of shit to his teammates. I'm not just talking about as a human. I'm talking about to his teammates. Middle of the season go, until you pay me, I'm not doing anything. Like, I think that's how the Ravens feel. Like, well, he has no leverage. What's he going to do? He's too good of a guy. He's too fun-loving. His teammates like him. So, like, the only thing we can bank on is that the Ravens will do the right thing and fucking pay him. And I don't know if the Ravens have a clue that, like, 28 teams in their fan bases would be like, we will give everything for that fucking guy who always does right in the community, is beloved, has already won an MVP, and does everything the right way. Like, I just don't know how this ends. I have no idea how it works Every, out. You know? Everybody want to see him win. And, and like Connor said, you hear Belichick mention an, another player's contract. Like, before, like, that, like that's almost unheard of. He literally will yeah. tell us, like, you don't even talk about your own teammates' contracts or injuries. So to hear him, like you said, have his kind of GM hat on and talk about that, you hear rap sheet. And just everybody, man, you, you, you watch him in his press conferences, in situations where he can be an asshole. You know, hey, I'm not talking about my contract. Hey, what about your contract? Three, four more times. And he, like, the way he goes about his business from the jump, I think everybody's rooting for him. And his price is only going up. You know, he's bet on himself. I hope he continues to have the year he's having, very similar to Aaron Judge, what he's doing in New York. Like, bet on yourself, continue to run that price up. Because, like you said, all that shit that was going on with Deshaun, and he was able to leverage that into a $230 million fully guaranteed contract, it's hard for, um, for you to punish the guy that's doing everything right yeah and uh, they do have the rights to him for the next what two three, three years, years this year and two tags, years yeah. yeah he just <clears throat> this offseason because i think he's going to play this whole year obviously in, in playoffs and whatever but this offseason he just got to completely show, hey i'm not showing up to shit we're yes. not talking about anything and, but, until my contract and you're out. saying that strictly because he'll get what he deserves yeah. by doing that and it's like we're dealing with a lot of people who just do business how business has been done mm-hmm. like that is acceptable in every single other fashion if Lamar was to do this who is a business by the way represents himself yep. there's not even an independent arbitrator that he hires he represents himself he is a business if he does business how business has been done to get the most amount of money possible, which is what your business is trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. 
everybody call him a fucking asshole. But if mm-hmm. a business does it, it's like, oh, this person's, that's good business. That's good business. It's very interesting how athletes and players are judged versus how businesses and other companies and entities are kind of judged. And Lamar is at the point of it right now because yes. we all know exactly what he should get if we're going off of comps, mm-hmm. which yeah, is right. what business is. Yep. Business is off of comps that's in the same fucking division. You've accomplished more. You've done everything right. This is what comps are. This is what the market is. Belichick is even keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Belichick's <laughs> that's, like, that, that's that, wild. this is the new market. Like, whatever he does is going to be the new market. They're saying, well, Kyler and Russ and everything. It's like, that has nothing to do with the market. What they do, whatever bad deals they get, if you think it's a bad deal, Kyler, I assume, doesn't think it's a bad deal. I'm happy for Kyler. Mm-hmm. Does not have an MVP. Does not have a playoff. Like, he can do his own thing. Lamar has every right to fucking sit there and be like, no. This is how business has been done. And I don't I, think I don't think people will call him an asshole at this no point. Way. No. Right? Like, no I think like even the Ravens fans are on his yeah, side. Yeah, like <laughs> at this point everybody should be on his side, you know. So um and we know how, how brutal this game is. You gotta get you gotta get your money when you can. Get man. it, Lamar. Also, like I don't know if it's really talked about enough. I mean, like people mention it, but I don't know if it's actually seen like a real thing. Like the Deshaun Watson situation just underscores like the quarterback is the CEO of the football team. Like, this is a billion-dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. He has done everything right off the field. He's loved in the community. Like, look at what's going on in Cleveland. You give this guy all this money, and like your fan base is kind of divided on whether or not they want to cheer for this guy, whether you want to buy tickets to go watch it. Like, you you can't diminish how people feel Business. about this guy outside of actually playing football. That's a big deal. It really is. Yeah, because yeah, payment is a business transaction. Yeah. So whenever you're looking at somebody, you have to look at the entirety of the business transaction that you were doing. Lamar on the field, business is good. Right. Lamar off the field, business is good. Mm-hmm. Lamar in Baltimore, business is great. I mean, it's just like all signs points to pay the run. guy. But Baltimore is going to do business as business has been done and say, well, we got – What's, what else are you going to do? Yeah. What else are you going to do? And it's like, well, I guess you can do that, but at some point there's some karma and yeah. maybe some feelings and others that are going to see this happen. And it's like we're in a new era where there's going to be new ownership in the Phoenix area mm-hmm. in the yep. NBA and WNBA. There's new ownership in the NFL. It feels like it's not only becoming a player-friendly league where if players want to go somewhere, they can go there, but also it feels like players are about to get really paid from these rich owners with the cash-over-cap clause that they can do, and uh, I think Lamar's 100% right. Hope it all works out. Uh, a couple more things here before we end Hour 1 and get into Hour 2. Uh, oh, yeah, Lamar always has success, uh, success against you guys, right? Uh, Belichick plays him pretty well. He got a couple wins over him, actually. But, I mean, coming off that loss, I assume they're not running plays that are just standing there while the fastest guy runs at their <laughs> defensive back. So don't feel That Ravens D's got to figure it out. They yeah. got to figure it out quick. And, and they, they got the players to do it. And, and the guy, um, McDonald, he's been there for a while. He obviously left Michigan and he came back. But he's been He knows what – like that's still the core, that, that, that organization. Like that's oh. a tough, hard-nosed defense. Like you got to just yeah, simplify that shit but- and fly around. It's, it's got to. But uh, going back a little bit to Lamar's uh, talking about Belichick, Belichick does have, you know, um, I won't necessarily say a great personality, but definitely a cool, <laughs> fun oh. guy to be around, <laughs> super dry uh, sense of humor. Um, so you'll be surprised, like, behind the curtain how he is. And when you do meet him, when you do sit down with him, the type of conversations, the type of shit that he – like, the type of shit he knows that just exists in his brain is just – it's wild. Oh, you're – 
you're a human. Yeah, you're funny, <laughs> charming. charming. But like the, I said that about Pete Thamel on game day. <laughs> yeah, that baby Pete being a I human, being a human out there. It was. Real. He was being a human. Were you going to say there? You're going to say something there? Well, like there's that clip from the I forget which documentary it was. I don't think it was the Do Your Job one. But when they're like the cameras are outside the team meeting room and Belichick's talking about uh, like celebrating. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, look yeah. at this. Yeah, look at this. Champ Bailey's yeah. face comes on. He's a look. What do you think this does to the other team? Yeah. What do you think? Is that? It's like it's celebrating isn't just like an emotional thing. This is a strategy. Yes. Yeah. You need to celebrate big plays because look what's happening on the other sideline. Like that's that Navy background, yeah. like mm-hmm. psychology part of it as well. He's the greatest coach and GM of all time. Yeah, so absolutely. I assume he is a human at some point, but what a fucking football god. Yeah, it feels like, like Lamar wants to play for him. Um, you think Kraft pay him $240 million guaranteed? I think Kraft will do anything to get back <laughs> to the Super Bowl. I really do. Well, so him and John Bond can fucking sit down and have a good old time again. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So he doesn't feel like... Hey, Boston's going to kill you for what you're doing with Mac Jones right now. No, because I think a lot of people... And sure, if they do, fine. If you don't sue want, me, yeah, legit, sue like me. the Pacers. Lamar Lamar Jackson is unbelievable at football, and I do love Mac Jones. <laughs> but if you don't act like Lamar Jackson is in two, three tiers above Mac Jones, and right now, right now, right yeah, now. right now, you've never watched Ravens play. Okay, uh, a couple quick things here before hour one wraps up. Kyler talked about the fans smacking him. If I see him, I'll shake his hand. It is what it is. Happy to hear that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on the show about how there was a criminal investigation, and we said can't have it. Cannot have a criminal investigation over a guy reaching his drunk fucking hand and hitting Kyler kind of in the face, definitely in the face, but not a solid shot. Understand that it's a situation, can't become a normal thing, cannot become a habit. But also, should we not be spending our time investigating other things if we're going to talk about criminal shit? Happy to hear Kyler said, stuff happens fast, he's cool with it as well. Kyler's growing on me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kyler's growing on me a lot. Not that I was out on him completely. The whole study clause, though, I think painted quite an image of, oh, this guy doesn't give a fuck about his team. But then there's some stories coming out like, Kyler might be like one of the smartest fucking guys in that entire building. Maybe we should talk a little bit more respect about that entire thing. Absolutely. And what he did in that second half seemed like he cares. It seems like he genuinely cares. Seems like he's gotten better. And I like the fact that he's come out and been like, let's not fucking... I want to shake his hand. Come on. <laughs> Let's go shake yeah. their hands. Yeah, exactly. What if, if Kyler would have came out, though, and said, yeah, I, w- I would like to file charges. I've been like, all right, hilarious move, hilarious decision. Yeah. I don't respect you, but hilarious decision. I like that he's come out. A real babyface move out of Kyler these last couple of weeks. I For fucking, sure. I hope the Cardinals have a chance to go on and have success. Remember when he was calling plays preseason? Two touchdowns. They were moving right oh, down yeah. the field, weren't they, D-Butt? They were. Sometimes figured out. Sometimes players can see the field a little bit differently, huh? Yeah, mm. even when you're 5'7". Him throwing that fucking ball to A.J. Green and then looking, looking up. up. <laughs> fucking right. He's what un- a he's ball. Unreal. He's unbelievable. Like, watching his tape, like, he's as talented as any other quarterback in the league. And for him to do it at that size, it's unbelievable. So if he does, you know, get the other stuff, that the other great quarterbacks have done. I, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Today is what? September 22nd. Yeah. We know what that means. Yeah. Oh, Duty's no. coming. Call Duty. of Duty beta drop. Beta. Today for uh, Xbox. PlayStation PlayStation 5. and PC. Yeah. Oh, no. And he's PlayStation <laughs> PC. PC guy. So fun. No, he's You're an right. Xbox Xbox controller guy. PC. PC, PC yeah. console. Yeah, and that's right now, yeah. yeah so it's coming out today. Over. Playing the Rams this weekend. We're going to find out. Yep. We're going to find out. Bleach Report actually put a picture of Kyler on that and tweeted this graphic out. Um, Bleach Report also did a gridiron 
of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yeah. I made an appearance. Thank you to the graphics people making me look. Shout out. I mean, not terrible. I mean, they could no. have buried me a lot more in there. You yoked up. I felt pretty good about it. Real honor to be a part of one of those. Real honor. Yeah. Two it, weeks in a row now. They've been really going after Raj the last couple weeks on there. I think that's going to be a recurring bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Week three of the NFL season is starting this evening, and we got to take all of this in. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was a time not too long ago where we didn't have any games. And although 18 weeks, 17 games seems like a long time, after last Saturday, our Sunday slate, I thought to myself, <laughs> we only got like we 16 got- more of these. Yeah, not awesome. That is not a lot. It's no, not. It's- and you, thought, you, you think in the grand scheme of things, 16 is not a lot. So let's make sure we cherish all, uh, cherish all of these days and all of these games. Tonight on Prime with Kirk and Al, Cleveland, Pittsburgh will battle the toxic tables here at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt, and the host of the Man to Man podcast, and the NFL matchup show, right. and everything DB. Darius Butler's live here. Thank hey, you, DB. Hey, boy. Great to see you, pal. Saw you get a pump in yesterday and uh, this morning at the Hawk House. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? It's a beautiful place. It's it, probably uh, it's two of my three lifts of the week. I get him in here pretty much. A little quick punch. Bop, bop, bop. It's, a, it's an incredible gym. Oh, now, yeah. it wasn't necessarily designed by the man it's named after. Sure. Uh, he was a part of the process. He delegated that work, much like Petro did to Vig and <laughs> oh, Deepak. Right. AJ kind of uh, you know, delegated the work to Anthony Schlegel, a man who lifts with Tim's on. Yeah. He's an Italian man who will take a knife, I believe, and stab a hog right in the heart. Mm-hmm. And then he will go right into a locker room and rally the boys like nobody else ever could was once the strength and conditioning director of uh, performance for the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh. also on the box of Buckeye uh, Heroes uh, alongside A.J. Hawk and Bobby Carpenter. He put together a fucking great gym in there. Absolutely. I, now, the spacing of it all, we're going to have to figure out. Sure. The moving of it all, we're going to have to figure out. But we're going to get yoked up, just like the man joining us now, who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, and COVID survivor, multi-time, mm-hmm. A.J. Hawk. A.J. A.J., the gym's awesome. Well, I don't know. I, I can't wait to get there. I was just texting Schlegs like 20 minutes ago. He was asking me about it. I said, I don't know, man. I know I need to get there. I'll take some pictures in person. I know there's a lot of different touches and things that I want to have. Well, okay. So you're nice. just, you had a grand vision. Like, hey, I'm going to take a look at it from the yeah, uh, I'm not there. It's hard if you're not there to remotely do it. I know the shape of the room is weird, so I need to be there in person and see that. And then, okay, how are we going to use mm. the space? So what, he, what AJ's saying is at the beginning of this room that was named after him, right. he kind of zoomed out of the photo. Yeah. You know, he zoomed out. It was just kind of a... Bird's eye. Yeah, kind of, yeah. 30,000. 30,000 30, 30, foot view. Yeah, he was just like... But now that it's almost finished, he's like, let me... Let me, Let me in zoom into this thing and really dive into the details. Wait till you see it. I know Schlegel's connection with the uh, cardio equipment completely fucked us, but everything else mm. was great, so that's good. Uh, so there's no cardio equipment in there just yet. supposed to come next week. You should be very proud of the room that dons your name, pal. It is a beautiful place. Can't wait for you to get out here and experience it tonight. AJ, this is a big-time Thursday night football matchup. Two old rivals clash in a three-and-a-half-point differential game when the Pittsburgh Steelers – travel to Brownie the Elf's house and take on the Cleveland Browns. What are your early thoughts on this game? Obviously, if you want to give your pick like D-Butt did earlier, you can, or you can just kind of take it in and wait for Coach P's keys for both of these teams. I could give my pick right now, but I actually will wait for Coach P's keys because that will, that could sway me one way or the other. I don't know, but I, I'm definitely leaning heavy one way right now, uh, and it's not in the, the Steelers' direction. So okay, <laughs> really? So he all right. So he just I made his pick. I'm just not sure how many points they can score. I don't know. I'm not sure how it's going to go. All right, so um, I'll make my pick then too because our go. super Might boost well. is we have a super boost up. Oh, okay, yeah. 
So Thursday night football, you know, not normally a super boost time. This is almost a parlay where we're all going to ride together and like mm-hmm. let's celebrate a no sweat bet here. Mm-hmm. If we bet and we lose, we get it back in free bets. If we bet and we hit, we celebrate on Feel Good Friday together as a team. Yeah, yep. I think we've had like 10,000, 20,000, 30, whatever the number is riding alongside of us. Tonight we're having a super boost. Ooh. You know why? Because our last super boost hit. So if we our last one hit, why would we ever put any brakes on and wait all the way to Sunday? Yeah, this right. is our next opportunity mm-hmm. to have another super boost hit. We're going back, back. to back. Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus seven and a half alternate spread. Okay. okay. Love that. Nice. nice. Okay. Wow. Najee Harris, one touchdown. Yep. Nick Chubb, one touchdown. From plus 550 to plus 800. This is another massive bet. Come on. This is a long audit parlay to begin with at plus 550, boosted to plus 800. Steelers are getting seven and a half points in a game in which nobody thinks there's going to be many points. So you would think more than a touchdown would be enough. We just hit on Sunday, just hit for 14 grand on Sunday. I feel good about it. AJ, do you love this or do you hate this? I, I do love this. Now, the man, the seven and a half, I, I, yeah, now that you got that bump to seven and a half, I do like it. But, okay. yeah, I mean, if plus 800, 800 odds on this, yeah, this seems like yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah you bet 10, you win 80. Uh, I'm not sure the super boost can be your no-sweat bet, though. No, probably not. Yeah. So I think that needs to be said. You cannot, even if you opt into the no sweat bet, I'm not sure a super boost is a part of the no sweat bet thing. Now we'll have to have somebody reach out to FanDuel and see if that is the case. This is just for us to go back to back, back to back. That's what we're trying to do here, AJ. We're going back to back on FanDuel, okay? They might have had us early. They did. But now we're getting it back with a plus 800 super boost hitting this evening. I love everything about it. It's going to be on the ground. Give it to Naj. Now, that directly goes against my plus 20,000-er where we're looking for Muth and Njoku to hit. But we need our super boost to continue to be hot. Those can still be the first two touchdowns. We get late in the game. You need to chew some clock a little bit. Let the boys run. Naj, Nick Chubb, both these guys get a touchdown later. We don't need them scoring touchdowns in the first quarter. Now, D-Butt. You've gotten into the game of posting super yeah. boosts on FanDuel Sportsbook. AJ, did you see this? Yeah, I know it. it's coming to Ohio January 1, but I don't know if you Damn, saw Tannehill. it on social media or not. He Darius sucks. had his first like promoted super oh, boost on FanDuel. God. First one. Great. He's in a suit, I think. they have looks him on. awesome. Looks awesome. Yeah. The graphic looks awesome right there on top of the number one sport, sportsbook in the world. Huge odds. Huge. Looked great. Everything looked good. Yep. And uh, <laughs> even talked to Darius a little bit. He loved it. And we said... Uh, Hey, these, it's a different game now whenever you're out here promoting this. Yeah. It didn't hit. Your nope. next one's going to hit. Tonight's going to hit as well. Let's continue that positive momentum Absolutely. and mojo, uh, D-Butt. Yeah, I need, to, I need some Jerry Jones optimism probably to get me through the season. But, uh, Tone, I forgot the, uh, what do you say, 2% or less than 2% chance yeah. of the plus 800? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I'm going to keep swinging for the fences. Now, we would like to congratulate Tone on uh, the birth of his baby. Right. Oh, Tony. So good tonight. Came early, but I do believe healthy. So wasn't expected, was, you know, potentially a few more weeks, came out of nowhere. They have been, I think, all signs point to great times. Mm -hmm. And Diggs is going to be such a good dad. I cannot wait to watch it. Congrats to he and his wife. Uh, Yeah, him giving the percentages of the bets that hit, those are for normal bettors. (laughs) Okay? That's not for us. Nope. We just hit one. AJ, we just hit a plus big. I forget what it was. Ended up being like seven something, I think. Plus seven twenty on Sunday night or whatever it was. I, lo- I love this one, by the way. This is this plus eight hundred. 
Well, Darius hasn't hit. I mean, the one you hit with Fields was what, plus 1,200? What's that? The bet you had with Fields and – Plus 1,300. Yeah, that was huge. So am I hot right now? Feels like it. How do I do on my game day selections? Does anybody know? So that's not something anybody keeps track of. Like, I I asked them – They have to. Well, they do. Somebody we just, does. We don't know dumb. until the – we won't find oh, they out don't, They don't show Saturday. the next week? No, they don't tell you the picks. You, oh, that's – because that's just super dog. You only know the super dog picks, which I got mm. completely fucked week one. Mm-hmm. Our book, the best book in the world, the largest book in the world, the authority on sports gambling. FanDuel had it at seven and a half. Whatever book they got the line from at seven, it ends up being seven. I cover with – in my brain, Yeah, I'm going off those ones. I had to adapt a little bit. Now, them not even giving me a point for a, Come on. You know, a, a conflicting pocket. line. Poppycock. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. But we came back this past week. Obviously got the Kansas one. Love that. Everything about it. Easy now one. we're going to start moving. They don't give overall predictions. But I think I had a pretty good week on the uh, college game. What if this is me now, AJ? What if you want, what, you want 10-6 and six last week mm-hmm. and an unbelievable performance? What if we're just – I probably went better than that. No, you laid an egg on Monday night. Yeah, it was bad. No, I won one of the bets for sure. Yeah, you won 10 and 6. I ended up going, or 11 and 6, sorry. What's 11 and 6 mean then? Okay, sorry, sorry. It it was 10 and 6. I went to 11 and 6. And by the way, who knows if this is right? Because remember, the first one we had was wrong. wrong. Uh I won 9 9. I'm batting 500 in these particular picks. But what if we just always win now, AJ? What if that's our new thing? That's what what we do. Someone has to win, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, normally it's the book. Not anymore. Yeah. Now yeah. it's us. Mm-hmm. Now it's our 2022. Time. Hell yeah. All right, let's hit some, uh, some conversation pieces. Austin Eckler went on Twitch and gave a full injury update on the Los Angeles Chargers. And I love hearing it because we're getting a piece of information that we wouldn't normally get. I'm excited to hear what the Chargers' thoughts are mm-hmm. around this. I would like to say thank you to Austin Eckler for doing this because it certainly helps us. Never heard this type of thing done before by an active player, especially a captain. I think he has a C on his chest. So maybe it is a plan thing from the Chargers, or maybe this is just what the future looks like and we can all be very happy about it because we get actual updates. This is what Austin Eckler said on his Twitch just the other evening about the full injury status of basically everybody on the Chargers. (laughs) Had a big old smile. Him and Corey Lindsay uh, were sitting there next to each other in the training room, and I said, hey, boys, what's going on? (laughs) And they uh, asked me how my weekend was. I said, you guys – getting better he said you know what we're going treatment we're gonna see what we can do and so i mean with a big smile i'll take that man you saw him this man was putting it on a show even with some cracked ribs uh that's what i want to see from my guys and then you know it's a thing where it's kind of like i feel like a a week to week kind of thing uh we're gonna see if how he's feeling he's played with he's played with cracked ribs before i don't know if that's out but he had you know cracked cartilage before um, Didn't know that. So, I, I mean, I'm expecting him to be good. Yeah, that's that's our guy. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna he's gonna do his thing. Uh, he'll still probably throw for some crazy amount of yards and throw some touchdowns. Um, Easy. It's Keenan, I'm not sure what's going on with Keenan. Keenan uh, I don't think anything's will. come out with him yet. He's still got his same stuff going on. Out. Um, but I don't I don't know. You guys know more than me. Doubt. I don't know about the reports. You guys know more about. <laughs> No, we don't. No. You just told no, us how you, people are acting. You know a lot. Yeah, you just told us how people are acting. <laughs> trigger. I appreciate that. Herbert's playing, it sounds like. Yep. Lindsay, we're not sure. And Keenan Allen's out. If we were just to read into that. And now, Eckler, we are fans of. We love his story. Mm-hmm. Absolute dog. He sounded like a coach kind of addressing the medical status of his entire team there, though. And I hope this becomes a regular A.J. I'm not sure how the Chargers feel, but I hope this becomes a regular A.J. Hawk. 
I mean, I, I think we should push each team to select one player <laughs> that they give us injury updates every week, whether it's on Twitch, wherever they're gaming, yes. whatever they're doing. This is like an insider. Pay this dude. Let's have somebody pay you a player on each team to be this guy. I walked in the training room, looked a little glim in there. Mm. I would not be expecting Herbert to play this. <laughs> looks sad. I don't know if it's been out there before. He's played with Rib Cartless He's not before. smiling. Not, not smiling this week. He's pissed, dude. There was Five no show. I said, how you doing? He said, fucking terrible. I got a yeah. broken rib. I'm not going to be able to play for three weeks. It's it like, hurts. All what right. does that mean? So you tell me. That's every, you guys know more than I do, though. Hilarious <laughs> line by Eckler. I've never heard anything like this before. I enjoy it. I assume he's going to have a conversation with Staley yeah. where they're going to be <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you can't do this. And Chuck has had to have conversations with me, not about giving away any competitive <clears> advantage, <throat> just about maybe some stories I've told or a joke that has nothing to do with football, which should not be any conversation with anybody at football hindsight but you know that's just kind of how it goes this particular thing i've never heard this before and uh i wonder how it'll go on the back end there for austin Eckler. yeah i don't think it'll go too good i know if, <laughs> if you know if this is belichick he'd be fine the max God right 50 right. grand conduct detrimental uh you don't you don't put injury news out not your own and especially not your teammates but um i mean i got herbert he's my fantasy starter so uh, great news him. out of Eckler. i good got two on the bench oh. he's playing the bills defense this week so I want to go with Herbert. So, I'm glad. hey, thank you, Eckler. Yeah, thank you, Eckler, for the information. And we like Eckler, and we don't want to bury players ever. But as we were all watching that video, we're going, well, fuck, they, this, <laughs> yeah. this seems to be an interesting style of getting some views around here. And I feel like we did learn some stuff uh, out of the whole convo. Yeah, absolutely. Keenan Allen didn't play last week. So, clearly, his hamstring is a pretty serious deal, and it doesn't sound like he's playing at all. Because when you say, like, yeah, Corey Lindsley and Herbert are joking around, they're feeling good. Keenan Allen, I don't know. I mean, I think you can put together like, yeah, Keenan Allen probably not doing as well as the other two. But, I mean, huge news for Chargers fans. I'd be pumped if I was a Chargers What if Eckler, by the way, what if Eckler's gaming everybody? What if Keenan, Keenan Allen is playing? Yeah, Herbert and Lindsey Herbert Harper. not playing. Yeah. Yeah. What, if, what if Staley said, all right, look, 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 this is what we're going to do. need you to go on your Twitch and just say the opposite of everything. You know, you saw Herbert today. He couldn't breathe or whatever. He was in a wheelchair. Get in. He was having a good time. Tell he's smiling. He's playing. Who the Chargers got this week? We can easily make them think that he's playing. Lindsley, our game changed completely once he got hurt. Best center yeah. in football, some people say. Say he's fucking, they're having the time of their life. Keenan Allen, who we all know is coming back this week. It's going to be a bit of a surprise. He fucking. No. He looks terrible. Jacksonville Jaguars are coming fresh off a win against the Indianapolis Colts in which they dominated them. We need to keep them on their heels, not knowing any information. Fascinating to me. I appreciate Eckler doing it. Excited to hear the drawback, fallback of that whole thing. It has come out that the Browns, I guess, was a defensive players-only meeting, non-entire team. So us thinking Jacoby was the guy, especially after seeing the NFL Films clip of Stefanski and Jacoby talking, where Stefanski says, it's terrible, let's just move on, and Jacoby's devastated. That empowered us to think, oh, it was definitely Jacoby that pulled this. Allegedly, it was just a defensive players-only meeting, and that has to be because of what D-Butt showed and everything DB yesterday. We need to be on the same fucking page. We also don't need to be going to the media and saying, like, I did my that's job, it. nobody else did it. I assume that's what's taking place here, AJ? I think so. With how they they question the guys in the secondary, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's not. It wasn't my fault, but I'll take responsibility." And then there's kind of <laughs> like the back and forth thing. Like you, you never want to be placed in blame through the media. So that's probably what they're trying to clear up. And you know, I don't have an issue with it. Like, hey, this is guys. If this happens again, like this is how we should probably handle it, at least outside of of this room right here. So it looks like we're a, a united front. I have a pretty yeah. good memory, but also a terrible one. I don't know who it was that said it on that screen right there. So it had to be within the last couple of days. Who said anytime you're having a players only meeting, that means the locker room isn't getting it, it handled. 
Uh, I forget who. Rod Woodson. I think. Rod Woodson, mm. coach of the Vegas Vipers, Vipers. maybe? Huh? Feels like it. We, the internet told us it was sitting right there for us as we said rattlesnakes. Oh, okay. Vipers was sitting right there and we didn't I'll take it. Vipers. So shout out to you said it? Yeah. It's a good name. Did he oh, okay, say yes? Deepa, you also yeah, made that shot at there. the end of the show. I think I heard Deepa <laughs> say that. Okay. Get it. Yikes. Oh, cost the company a lot of money. Lying through his teeth. Anyways, the XFL will, run be, de- back. They will be debuting. We, we you can. don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. It looks no, not the shot. The shot was real. We all saw it. Well, we all in here saw it. But uh, I said Viper shit. Okay, so shit. did Rod hear that, you think? And did he say no to that? He I said, no, I think he only heard uh, maybe rattlesnakes Rattle or something snakes, like that. He yeah. said we were close. We were in a ballpark. I don't think he heard me say Viper. Everybody was throwing shit out there. So they're, de- they're debuting <laughs> team name and Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Hold on. You know what to do. All right, I'm gonna take a shot here. You know what to do here. I'm gonna take a shot here. Um, Zito, let them know. This one's for. uh, (laughs) If this goes in, we're definitely hitting our super boost tonight. Hell yeah. Okay. If this goes in, we're definitely hitting our super boost. No doubt about it. We can do it, Pat. All right. Here we go. Ready? Left-handed. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Throw it underneath your legs. Unbelievable! We did it. That was sweet. No doubt, never doubt. Woo. How'd you cut it together? What, what do you mean? mean? The whole thing, like just the the camera angles, being able to go from this tight shot to you making the shot. That's amazing. Yeah, Foxy's Foxy. unbelievable. Yeah. Foxy, yeah. Foxy twenty five cameras. The camera, you got fifty thousand cameras in this. Did you place. see me bang that thing home too? I Good shot. Money. So You'll hitting never our super make that again. ever. No. It, really? It looked like. <laughs> From here, it looked like it wouldn't even get off the stage, actually. Well, yeah, no, you, you should have seen get it. it. In here, the arc was immaculate. Yeah. It was gorgeous. He's, he's Maybe back. Maybe I'm tomorrow. You want, it, you want it again? Yeah, there's no yeah, way. Long, snap, go long yeah. snap it in there. Fuck it. Behind long for back. one was one thing, but not two for two. Stand no, on the chair and long no, snap it. Oh, no shit. Way. There we go. There's no way. Oh, my God. Oh, he's got it. He's going to drain this. Yeah. No way. Ready? There's no way. He can't do it again. Yeah. 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 Take notes, dude. Perfect. Woo! Wow. Bangerang. That's unbelievable. Holy shit. Yeah. Fuck you, AJ. Huh? How about that? (laughs) It's because you were hanging out with the dude perfect guys at WrestleMania. I know. That's right. It just kind of rubbed off. First time standing on the chair. Yeah. How was it? Pretty sturdy. There's there's carpeting. Yeah. And I pulled, I mean, (laughs) obviously. No big deal. Is that a good, that's good mojo for our, uh, oh, yeah. Great. And we get more Dude Perfect tonight on the Twitch stream. Yes. Yes. Are they an option on every Thursday night on Amazon right there? Are they doing every one? I actually don't know. I just assumed they were. I'm watching the Statcast or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Going to have that one on because the amount of anytime touchdown scoring bets that I've put on every single game is alarming. And a lot of the players, I don't know who the fuck they are. So that Statcast thing is like a video game and says, Hey, the guy you didn't know existed that you bet on that was plus 750 to score a touchdown, he's right down here at the bottom of the screen if you'd like to know that he is on the field. And then you don't see some names. It's like, oh, the guy I bet on never going to be on the field. That's great news. I enjoy that stat cast a lot. Yeah, do you know how to get to the – it's called Prime Vision, right? Because I think – I yes. didn't even yeah. really look for it last time. I just opened up the Prime app and – 
you know, watch the game was on the main screen. How do you actually get to the alternate broadcast? Like, did you have to search for that, or was it just I hit the down option? arrow. I hit the down arrow. There was like yeah. four options. Oh, suggested for you? What are you talking are you Same. Are you a fucking noob, dude? Sounds no, like just, a rube. No, I just turned it on. Dude, Fuck it's right the there. How? It wasn't. How did you turn it on? The, on? On the Prime app, it <laughs> wasn't. My, mine, literally mine, Prime, Bam. do you want to see the game? And they didn't have the pre-show option. It was on. Bummer. It was just the game was the one being marketed. It was yeah, Kirk's face and Al's face on there, and I was. It was before the game though, so I think they should potentially think. And I'm not giving anybody over there any ideas. They got big brains. They can figure it all out. They have enough money to figure it all out. I think it should have like what's currently on, like kickoff show That's is currently on. Uh, but I had the options. It was literally like game. Uh, Prime Vision, Dude Perfect one, another one. It was just like four mm. laid out for me as time. Very simple for me to figure out. You're, I, you're I did not, not have same. that on mine. I wondered if it's because I've watched other things on Prime Video, so it had like continue watching for the other shit that I hadn't finished on there, but it didn't give me multiple options for the broadcast. The only Ty sounds like me. You sound like me, Ty, when I'm usually talking about technology and I'm the old guy and can't figure it out. That's well, what it sounds like. Yeah, but AJ, normally you deflect and you say like, what I'm trying to explain to my parents, it's not like, yeah. you know, it's not ever for pistol or for right. chopper. It's always for AJ. Mm -hmm. he yes. You're saying, yeah, me too, but I'm, I'm not great with technology, but I thought the prime thing was pretty simple. You're saying your On mine, it was not. not. Believe me, I'm not a fucking rube, okay? I could sure sounded like it, it out. Nick, what did it sound like with Ty? That was kind of embarrassing. It sounded awfully Mark. rubish. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mark. It was not a chance. Not a chance. No, because I want to be a Mark for the prime vision, but I, I, I didn't have that option. Yeah, it, it should be up awesome. there somewhere. We should find it. Um, but going it back to what we were talking about, uh, Rod Woodson said, if you're having a players-only meeting, that means the locker room is not handling it. I think that's a pretty solid take on it. But sometimes I think you just need to have everybody in there. You think, d uh, You know, like you always say, situation is situational. So we obviously all been in, in locker rooms, but every every team is different. And when you have a meltdown, what'd you say, one in 2,300? Situ yeah, like that's basically never happened. So, um, or happened, hasn't happened in a long time. So you lose, give up 14 points in that type of situation. Like, yeah, we, we, we got to see. And it makes sense now that it's defense only. Um, but you got to talk about that. We got to figure it out. And then, like AJ said earlier, <clears throat> when you are questioned, especially in the secondary, it's almost like an unwritten rule. You don't throw anybody under the bus. Everybody knows who, you know, in that meeting room at least, who fucked up the coverage or the calls. There was multiple calls that weren't played right. He just said, hey, it's a miscommunication. We got to get to the film, figure it out. Long season. Um, so hopefully they talk through it. And uh, shit, we'll see tonight how the defense responds. Yeah, and I'm hoping for the good of the super boost that they don't, Respond too good. Nope. I hope there's still some trouble in the waters over there. Yeah. But I guess the team meeting room, having the players only meeting in there, it gives it a little bit more of a serious tone, I think. Don't you think? It, like, I guess the setting gives it a little bit more serious tone. And also, I've never really been on a team like this, I don't think. I've been very lucky to be on a lot of very good teams. And there was a run in my life for like three weeks where I only had green lights. I didn't hit a red light. Like that's an incredible Ooh. streak, but playing multiple sports, only being on good teams, like very fucking lucky. I understand that. But all everybody ever talks about bad cultures is like people get like clicky, right? Like they start oh, talking yeah. to like their own group. <clears throat> and then that group like empowers the bad thoughts that are happening even more. And then that separates that group from another group. So maybe there was a chance that that was already happening in the defensive side because of what Denzel said. And maybe there was a lot of blame potential to go around. So having the players only meeting, maybe it brings like, hey, 
see you guys meeting over there. We see you guys talking over there. We see you like we can't have it. Maybe that's also what happened, yeah. AJ, I guess. Think of the D linemen. Think how pissed the D linemen probably were when they turn around and they're like, <laughs> what is happening? They, we're rushing. We're, we're all dying out here trying to get after the quarterback, and they see that happen. Then also the DBs at other times when quarterback has all day to throw, they start to blame. Like that, it, Blame can be thrown, and when that starts happening, guys start pointing fingers. Bad things happen, so hopefully they get that cleared up. Um, Flacco did not have all day to throw on that first, you know, Corey Davis touchdown that right before they did yeah. the onside kick. I'm pretty sure they got the Flacco, actually. But Flacco just tossed up because there's no one 15 yards yeah. Yeah. A- in between anybody. And also the D-line was working as hard as they ever had because Footsteps was running around like Michael Vick back there. Yeah, so maybe, well, <laughs> of course. He was. Yes. I mean, look, I I saw Flacco, and then all of a sudden I blink, and he's gone. He's off the screen. He's moving so good. There's some behind-the-scenes footage that we got to see, and I don't know if we're going to do an NFL Films package this week or not because, you know, of how – I don't know. I, I just don't know what we want that feature to be. We're very early in the entire process. We got to see some clips. Flacco seems to have his sway. He's a dog. Back, but I do like that the Browns are like uh, – we fucking lost to Flacco and the Jets, okay? Team meeting now. Everybody needs to get in here. Denzel, we don't know what the fuck you're saying. All right, but we do know that half the secondary hates you. Uh, defensive line, you certainly hate those motherfuckers back mm-hmm. there because of what happened. We're in week two. Can't have this happening. Already. Are we sure they were talking tactics, or was it a possibility that maybe Miles Garrett had written a new poem that he wanted right. to read to the team? Well, All right, a couple that- more things here to cover. Uh, Travis. Oh, no. <laughs> that might help. He can write all the poems he wants. We have some breaking news. We have some breaking news. Zito just dropped into my right ear. Zito, incredible job. And also feels like the volume is probably right there. A couple times uh, Zito has dropped into my ear this week, either very low or insanely high. It was almost like the pickles in my ear a couple times. This one seems to be just right. I appreciate you, Zito, and everybody in the back, maybe even Pauly fucking Bruno for diving into that. Philly dirtbag, incredible audio guy Mm -hmm. who is no longer with us at the studio, but we appreciate all his... You know, commitment to this building. Thank you, Paulie. We have breaking news out of Dallas. Ladies and gentlemen, there are photos of Dak Prescott throwing a football on the field. This comes from Jory Epstein at Jory Epstein. Epstein. I'm not saying it. Any relation? Remember, there was a a PA announcer for the Baltimore Ravens named Jerry Sandusky. Spelled with a G. And everybody attacked Jerry Sandusky, who had done his job great. After the Penn State, Jerry Sandusky with a J was doing terrible things. So just because she has the last name of somebody who had an island and yeah. did a lot of terrible things. Submarine. And is potentially a spy. New AJ. Yeah. Still out there, too. Yeah, exactly. Certainly. Yeah, really face. good cover would be to, you know, change your name to Jory. And <laughs> no, Jory works Cowboys. for Yahoo. Nonetheless, we're still a company. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott still has stitches in throwing hand thumb per McCarthy, but he participated in some fundamental work today. Joined Cooper Cush, Will Greer for footwork drills through Dak. Didn't grip or throw a football as they did. Dropbacks on air during pat and go. So Zito was in perfect uh, volume in my ear, but certainly I did not hear you properly. I thought you said he was throwing footballs. Uh, that, that Jory Epstein just said he was not throwing footballs. He's taking dropbacks, not throwing the ball yet. At least he's getting his fundamentals staying healthy because Jerry said, in my mind up here, he can be back fucking next week yeah. now. It all depends on what that thumb's going to do. Uh, it's great to see him out there. Uh, great to see him doing his thing, but this isn't unexpected, I don't think, with a thumb injury for a guy as tough as Dak. Right, AJ? 
Yeah, I guess depending like what Jerry said, he can't hurt it any any worse. I guess if he comes back, so it's just how he can handle the pain and if he can grip the ball. I wonder if he'll wear a glove. He should wear some of those nice gloves. Oh, he, him joining Kenny cool. Pickett and Kurt yeah. Warner, Peyton Manning, and Teddy Two Gloves. To do it. But it looks like he's holding on softball. Softball is pretty fucking big. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's huge. Feels like he's going to be back next week now. Just seeing him out there, even. He still has stitches. So, Brady had <laughs> stitches. What kind of surgery is it? Where Where did they cut in? Like, where did he fix? Bennett. What, what part of the thumb? Bennett fracture, I believe, yeah. is what it was called. Man, I wonder what that feels like on your thumb, especially if you're an NFL quarterback. I mean, wonder what oh, it feels man. like. You've broken every finger 15 times. I have zero broken broken bones, but I'm wondering, as a quarterback, where, how bad that <laughs> what? hurts. What? you never broken a bone? Broken a, I have not broken a bone. A tooth is a bone. Listen, this, wow. is just like, okay. this is just like a concussion that you say you never had. Just because you've but never I haven't broken, broken a bone. It's torn ligaments and stuff. I never broke a bone. That's crazy. Okay. He's never reported it. Like yeah. that's it's never been documented as a broken bone. Like yeah. that is what he's talking about. All here. my finger right. stuff is ligaments that are torn and everything. Just, you know, bones just like, intact, everything else. Just like he and the in the trenches guy, the way they were talking at the beginning of this whole thing, they're like, Well, if you don't get a COVID test, you never have COVID because you just never get told that you have COVID, right? Yeah. Then Good he starts point. feeling terrible. He's got to take the test. Oh, I guess oh, I, God, I have I go. Oh, yeah, like that real. whole thing. So I guess that's how AJ always is, though. If you don't tell him, like, hey, I think I got knocked out, no documented concussions. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell him, oh, I definitely broke this finger, this finger, this finger, <laughs> right. and this finger, right. there's no documented broken fingers. Is that what you're talking about? That's Ohio medicine, right? It's all documented very well in my, uh, my medical reports from the team. Now, all my finger stuff, everything, and there's no broken bones in there. You can ask him. You're the best human of all time. Anyways, Dak almost back. That so sounds good. he was good. throwing a softball. It wasn't football, but he was throwing a softball nice. the whole time. Yeah, which is pretty fat. Softball pretty fat because you go from, like, um, I guess ping pong ball would probably be harder, right? Cause he yeah, moves. small. Yeah. He, he wanted to go big to small. Yeah, small, like, really tiny movements would be really tough. Yeah, so football, Duke. From softball yeah. size, seems like he's pretty close. Yeah, similar. How's he gonna throw it? You said he could throw it without a thumb, right? You've made a good. Uh, you showed us. Yeah, yeah. Especially if he's wearing one of those gloves. If he gets those cutters or uh, yeah. those ones that got sent to our office, mm-hmm. he, he can literally just put the right hand taint of center, and then he just drops <laughs> it in there. It'll be like the sticky finger bandits from uh, Home Alone. That's right. And then he just comes back like this, turns that some bitch sideways, and just spins it. Money. Dog. You know what I mean? Is How far do you think you can throw it? Ball skirt is going to be tough. I, I think I could get it a good 20, 30 yards. So I think he could probably, what, 50, 60 yards? Yeah. Quick screens all, right. all over the Here field. Here we go. He might actually get better. He's just going to throw like Kellen Moore the entire time. That is literally how Kellen Moore threw the ball. It's like a shot right? Put. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of – I think it's more like a – you're setting uh, like a hostess or a server sure. with the tray, and you're just flipping the tray all the time. Just on a curveball, then. Boom. Like Vig was learning how to throw a football yesterday, played cricket in Chennai, India, mm-hmm. uh, had an arm. He was learning how to throw a football. The flip of the wrist on to get a spiral mm. was basically the only difference. He started figuring it out, by the way. Mm. Had to javelin line up because I guess that is the cricket move, a cricket move, but he was able to throw. Dak will be able to make do. Dak will be able, but if Cooper Cush. Continues to win. Well, they even need it. Who knows? Yeah. You think Jerry asked him to see if he could throw left-handed at first with Dak? Well, you think while you're he on your right, you could throw lefty? If Dak Prescott comes back within two weeks, Jerry Jones, always being positive, smarter than medicine, is going to amplify tenfold. Yes. And I hope it happens because Jerry will then get right on a mic and he'll say some absurd stuff. And then it, if it happens, it's like... Jerry's at home eating that fucking Egg McMuffin with the salt on it. Whatever he's doing, he's like, I fucking knew it. Why am I smarter than fucking everybody? (laughs) Why do we even pay doctors? What are we even doing here? It's, uh, It's possible at this point, I guess. You get this guy on your team, you win. 
Period. Did it with the Broncos. Did it with the Rams. What? Now he's currently a member of the Buffalo Bills who have some stats on pressuring the quarterback that I don't think the Buffalo Bills have ever had in the past. Is that the missing piece for this Buffalo Bills team to go win a Super Bowl? Brandon Bean and others alluded to it. This man, old enough, accomplished enough. His resume is a mile long, can handle the pressure, and has delivered everywhere he's gone. Incredible haircut on the back of his head. Ladies and gentlemen, future Hall of Famer, Von Miller. Yeah! What's up, dude? Hey, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Hey, is this going to happen, huh? Every week, is this going to happen? I uh, think so. I like it. Hold on. Yeah, it messes with It's stupid. I've been on that side, Vaughn. It tries to not center you. What is it? Uh, oh, that's that motion one. Okay, there we go. Is it an iPad? Um, is it an iPad or a cell phone? Yes, iPad. Maybe turn it like this. Long ways? Yeah, yeah. Turn it like this, maybe. Uh, boom. Wow. Am I Lambda? Uh, yeah. <laughs> am, am I Lambda? I don't know. Hey, Vaughn, thank you for joining us. Another week, another successful week to be a Buffalo Bill. Um, you guys, hey, listen, we all have respect for Coach Frabel. We all have respect for the Tennessee Titans. They were the number one seed in the AFC going into playoffs last year. Derrick Henry's a monster. You guys seem to just not even know you were playing another team. Like, what is it about this team, you think, Vaughn? And into the game, out of the game, how are you guys feeling about it all? You look unstoppable right now, Vaughn. Man, we had so much respect for the Tennessee Titans, man. Um, so much respect for Derrick Henry and, and Coach Vabrell and all those guys. That like like you said, they had a team full of tough guys, um, and we knew that going into the game. And we just prepared that way. Um, we knew we were going to have a fight on our hands. I mean, nobody knew we was going to win by that much. Like, we didn't go into the game with – with that type of mentality. We're just going into the game to to win the game. And um, to have success like that against a very, very good team, man, is, it feels good. And, you know, we just uh, – the thing about this team, we got so many leaders and we got so many uh, – we got so many great players on this team that they're able to compartmentalize and just just celebrate that night because you have to, cele- have you have to. to celebrate wins. You, you celebrate that win, we came in the next day and, you know, we're back to, you know, working on a, a good Miami team right now. What was that atmosphere like in the stadium? Just watching on TV, like I was pumped, like I was juiced, like the fans were so excited, and you guys seemed like everything went right, and you guys were having so much fun. Was it? Is it what you expected? Oh man, it, it was crazy, man. Um, I, I played in some some big time games and some big time stadiums. Uh, you know, Broncos country, we have that has some of the craziest fans. That's right. Uh, That's right. That's you right. know, the Rams fans are, are crazy as well. Um, I, it's fans. no disrespect to anybody else. The the Buffalo Bills fans and Bills Mafia is just something totally different, man. And you know, um, they were loud, they were rowdy the whole entire game. Um, every single play, everything that you did, everybody was so into it, man. And it felt great. I've played in that stadium before on the other side of the field, and it, it felt great to be on this side with everybody cheering for you, man. It, I, you know, shout out to Bills Mafia for sure. Hell yeah, shout out to Bills Mafia. Any Bildos? We see any Bildos or? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I, I, maybe later in the season. Yeah, yeah. See, when it gets a little colder, you know, those things are actually used as hand warmers. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because they uh, <laughs> it, it holds on to the heat, you know, in, in a beautiful fashion. That's right. Uh, batteries. Did it feel like a college? Do you feel like you're in college again almost? Like, yeah. is, is that kind of what it feels like there with Bill's Mafia? Because it has that family feel up there in Buffalo. It, it definitely feels like uh, it, it feels like a college atmosphere for sure. Um, you know, I went to Texas A&M, and, you know, Oh, no. Great college, great college football atmosphere. Sorry. One of the loudest stadiums in all of college football, and this was definitely similar to that. And um, you know, even after the game, you know, the fans are also close. When you're in LA, you know, you go out through this exit, and the fans are over there. And in Denver, you know, we had the players lot. You know, here you drive 
right by the fans, man, and you're able to, you know, sign autographs and, you know, associate with the fans after the games and stuff, man. It, it's cool, man. It, everything is, is cool here in Buffalo Bill. Hey. Here in uh, Buffalo Bill country. Yeah, absolutely. And Bill's Mafia. Hey, Vaughn, how do you guys get better? Dude, honestly. And I think this is going to sound like such an asshole thing, but I'm in the sports media now, so, and you're a vet, so you'll deal with it. The mm. only thing negative about the Bills right now that anybody can say is, did you peak too early? Did you peak too early? Like, that's the shit that's being said about your team right now because everybody well, has to find a negative. But it is a valid question, and you talked about having veterans and everything like that. How do you guys continue to be this dominant for 17 fucking games, Vaughn? That's a long season. So, you know, I'm a movie guy, right? And, you know, I watched the, the new Top Gun, and at the very beginning of the movie, you know, Tom Cruise, he was, you know, he was trying to, you know, he was he was testing out this new plane and he was, you know, he got to Mach 7 and 8 and 9. Then he broke the record, right? Mm-hmm. And he had this moment where he thought about, like, backing off over it or do I just keep going? And something in him kind of told him, like, just keep going, pushing harder. Let's just see if you can go a little bit faster. And I, I think that's, that's where we're at, man. Like, we got this high-powered machine, um, you know, and we just want to see how hard we can push you know this this machine that we built. We want to see how far we can go, and you know to that back to the movie. You know that plane ended up blowing up, and you know, but he pushed it. He pushed it to the max, and I want to see what our max looks like. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with seeing how fast we can push this thing, how great we can play. Um, not being bored with greatness. Um, I've been on so many different teams, and you know, moments they come and go. You know, teams come and go, and while we're here in this moment, let's see how good we can possibly be. And that's just uh, been my message to these guys this week. I think that is the veteran mindset because when I was a rookie, we played in the Super Bowl. Now, there, I was not a reason for us to make the Super Bowl, and I was not a reason for why we lost the Super Bowl. So, yeah, you, you were, yeah, you were, man. Everybody's involved. Everybody's involved. All right, in those Vaughn. Vaughn, I didn't even know how to fucking punt at that point. I mean, Peyton was the quarterback. It was. I appreciate what you said. And maybe the locker room. I brought maybe a new young energy to the crew or whatever. But I played in the Super Bowl my rookie year. After we lost, most disappointing locker room, most disappointing room I've ever been in. And my thought is, we'll be back next year. What are we even fucking? Two years later, we almost went completely defeated. So I think having a bunch of OGs on a team is great for that mentality. Like, hey, we got a team. We got an opportunity here. And it seems like the ball is bouncing in your favor, too. Poor on track to have 17 picks it's like let's go get it i love to hear yeah. that from you vaughn yeah, yeah. ty your question for vaughn miller vaughn i think you told us and i can't remember but that hat you're wearing greener pastures chick and i believe that's your farm how hard is it to like kind of keep your hands involved in that and figure all that stuff out when you're in the middle of a football season oh you know i just <laughs> this is just me it's just who i am you know um you know, obviously, I can't be on the farm right now. So, more my role is more of a, a marketing, you know, aspect. And I got great partners around me that, that do a really good job of, you know, ma- maintaining the farm and, you know, keeping it up and and keeping it going. But, um, you know, my my role now is, you know, here during the season is just to spread the word that, you know, have a chicken farm is sustainable chicken. It's a GMO, uh, pasture raised, and oh, I think the yeah. the best certification that we have is the humanely raised uh, certification because so many people want to know how their product is raised and processed. And I'm proud to say that we have a humanely raised product as well. Hell yeah, Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn, I, I love I loved to eat a lot of chicken. How do I get some of your chicken? It sounds amazing. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, uh, you can just you can go to greenerpastures.com, but I'll send you guys I'll send you guys a Ooh. gift pack, man. I'll, Vaughn, send us some of your meat, dude. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm talking Here about. Go. I'll make sure I get it with the guys, man. And I'll, I'll send you guys some, man, for sure, man. Hey, let's talk about the in your teeth here. The um, 
How does that happen? How does that work? Does it hurt when it's put on there? And that looks fucking right. sweet. I had to. I had to get like. I had to get surgery for it. Um, you know, turning. You know, turning thirty-two. I just. You know, just something that I. You know, just something that I wanted to do. You know. Um, you know, you just get to these points in life where you just you don't want to mix it up. And, you know, when I got like a cross and these two studs back here, um, Dr. Connolly and Dr. Connolly and Beverly Hills. Appreciate you, my boy. Hey, yeah, Doc. <laughs> hey, Doc, it looks Woo. awesome. Look at you got pierced teeth at the age yeah. of 32. Mm, that's sick. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, do you wear a mouthpiece? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I wear like a little pacifier mouthpiece. Um, you know, pacif you know, mouthpieces, they prevent concussions as well. You know, I've been Ooh. telling my teammates about that, too. Like, hey. You know, some guys that don't wear mouthpieces around the league and stuff like oh, mouthpieces yeah. help. It's, it's part of it's a safety measure. Vaughn, and of course, oh, of course, you got to protect Vaughn. your teeth and all of that stuff, but you they prevent concussions as well. Uh, Vaughn, Vaughn, bad news. Vaughn, I know it's only week two of your weekly appearance on the show, and we will have to figure that out because if you're going to do that, we fucking need to donate a bunch of money to any of your glasses or foundations. Um, we actually talked to the head medical official for the NFL, Dr. Alan Sills. Mouthpieces don't do a goddamn thing for concussions. <laughs> they don't? No. No. Oh, well, I, I, I need to wear them to prevent my, my teeth. There it is. There we go. There, there, is. there, there we go. go. There it is. That's Hell yeah. He's got great, great teeth. Protect them. Yeah, you have, I mean, I was yeah, was, you have incredible gotta, teeth. I got to protect my teeth and my, and my smile. <laughs> hey, no, Vaughn. Vaughn, it was a whole scene here because this meathead on the other side of the screen here, he is like a big proponent of not wearing a mouthpiece, right? He's from Ohio, doesn't care about his teeth. One of them actually blew up, and he always said, you know, it doesn't help for concussions. It doesn't help for concussions. So we had the head doctor on for uh, the NFL, Dr. Allen Sills or whatever, and he was talking about those Guardian things, and it was, a uh -huh. it was a throwaway question at the end just to see if this guy was right, and he was like, there is zero research that says that a mouthpiece affects any concussion stuff or whatever. This dude nutted his pants, Vaughn. This guy over here nutted his pants at the sound of it. I mean, he went absolutely bananas hey. as we lose Vaughn. Yeah, it's, I guess it doesn't happen. Hey, that, man, that's, that's cool, man. Like you, like, you are never too old to, to stop learning, man. I was wrong. Like, I, you know, I, I was wrong, and you can't – you got to – sometimes you just got to put your pride to the side too, man, and you just got to take the information and just keep learning. And I think that's why, you know, this is my 12th year. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to get better, so – you know, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You were the fucking best. Connor, your question for Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn, you know, in your press conference, you said this team's got a bunch of killers on it, and you just said, you know, you want to see how far you can go like Top Gun. When you're beating a team like you guys were against the Titans, when you go back on – out on the field and you know it's 38 to 7 or whatever it was do you say like hey i'm sorry but i have to absolutely destroy you on this rep sack the quarterback uh, and there's nothing you can really do about it i mean that's i mean that's my mindset you know but here in um here in buffalo once we get up by a certain amount you know they start pulling some of the guys you know i'm already on like a you know a, a rep count anyway so whenever we got up at, i was done at the beginning is of the that new hey is that new the rep it, count yeah, it's, it's new. You know, I'm, I'm look. I'm, I'm I've been playing 85 percent of 90 percent of the snaps my whole entire career, and I'm a, I'm a, I like to be in the game because you never know when that big play could happen. You know, and you, I, I'm a, I always like to think you, you can't be, you can't make plays on the sideline. But here we have so many dogs. We have so many, we have so many great players, and this is such a long season. And I, you know, I'm trusting you know Coach McDermott and Coach Frazier and Coach Washington. You know, with this, they've had this rotation for a while. And, you know, I, I want to be in there so I can get sacks and I can pat my stats and all of that stuff. But I think winning games, I think winning games and staying fresh for the long run when, you know, when a team really needs you is, is more important than that. 
And um, you know, we got some we got some really really high expectations here. And you know, whatever I can do to help us win, if that means you know coming out the game and staying fresh whenever we're up, man, I'm I'm all for it. But back to that um back to that killer instinct. You know, once you get up, they pull we pull out the starters and our second team guys go in there and the standard did not drop at all. You know, um, Case Keenum and all the guys in our second our second team defense, the standard did not, did not drop at all. And, you know, I'm so proud of all of these guys by the way we played on Monday night, man. It was a great game. Feels like they're going to get a lot of playing time this year with the way you guys are playing. Go ahead, yeah. AJ. Yeah, Barney, you mentioned you guys played Miami this week. How does your prep work? Like when, when you start looking at who you're going to be rushing against, do you have like notebooks on, on the guys that you may have played against in the past? And I'm sure that's stuff that you share with a lot of the young pass rushers as well. Yeah, so I, I never stopped scouting. Um, you know, before we were before we played the Tennessee Titans, we played on Monday. And I watched the uh, Miami game versus the, the the Baltimore Ravens. I watched that whole entire game, you know, on Sunday. And I saw the whole comeback firsthand. And, you know, I'm just looking at guys and, you know, just watching guys. The thing is, you know, we whenever I play a, a team or whenever I play a player in particular, like, they always play me different. So I always like to see um, me versus these guys before or me, you know, um, or a similar player of, of my style, like, play this particular player. And I'm going against – you know, Teron Armstead this week, and he's one of the best tackles in the league. If he's not number one, he's number two. If he's not number two, he's not he's he's number three, and that can change weekly. So, um, you know, this is going to be a different uh, you know challenge for us. Uh, Tua's on fire right now. You know, going against uh, you know Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and his high power offense. You know, it's going to be a different it's going to be a different game for us. And you know, I think I think we're going to be ready. We're just going to take it one play at a time and just keep the same mindset that we've had before. And, just go out there and take it one play at a time, trust ourselves, and you know we'll see where we get. McDaniel in his press conference said that the night before the last game, um, he told the miraculous comeback against the Ravens. He told the team, like, I'm excited to watch us face some adversity because I would like to see how we respond or whatever. And then he said, well, it seems like team took me too literally or whatever, but it sounds like a mindset that you and the Bills probably have going against Tyreek Hill and Waddle and a hot Tua and a brand new team here. It's like, are you guys excited to see what really, like, this is a, this is a fucking one of one Tyreek Hill, this guy. Like, I, I feel like for your defense, are you viewing that as an exciting opportunity to see what you guys have, where you rank out, or is it just another game for the Bills defense to get better? I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, you, you constantly want to get tested and you want to, you want to see like, what type of team are you? You know, adversity reveals character. You know, um, we've had some adversity, but I'm sure the adversity that we've had, it won't be like the adversity that we've had in, t in this game coming up. Like, this is a great team, like, no doubt about it. Just being realistic. You know, they got great players, um, top players all over the place, and we're going to see some adversity. So I'm excited to see how we react in, in those adverse moments. At the same time, we got a great team, and I have, I have such great belief in all of our coaching staff and our players and, you know, um, our quarterback and – you know, it's just going to be another game for us as well. So just got to go out there and take it one play at a time, as you guys know. I know it sounds cliche, but when you're on great teams like – if you're on a great team like we have now, that's, that's, that's it. You go out there, take it one play at a time, and you just continue to play. Play all the way through the whistle. Play all the way through all four quarters, and let's see where we get. Clichés are a cliche for a reason, because normally they ring yeah. true, pal, and they have success. Yeah. Success success leaves clues. You said that last week. It was good. <laughs> Hey, it was real. It was really good last week. Uh, if you're really going to join us every week, are you planning on doing that? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Let's let's see where we let's see where we get, man. I got to get you guys some chicken first, and you know, y'all might not like me after that. No, no, the no, chicken's going to no. be. I can already <laughs> tell. Chicken. I can already tell your meat is going to be top of the line. Yeah, hell top, yeah, top tier meat there. So how about this? We'll give one hundred fifty thousand dollars to a charity of your choosing if you do it, and then if I make this shot, we'll double it. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let me see, man. Let's do it. I will say, Vaughn, the charity of your choosing does not look like it is going to get another 150 grand. Uh, this shot has been currently. You got to be positive. Be positive. You got yeah, to make positive. it. Here we go. For the good of whatever charity we're going to. Yeah, yeah. next shot, humanity. best shot. For every single week, Von Miller stopping by. Mm-hmm. For the good vibes to be high, for us to continue to get better, just like the Buffalo Bills are going to have to do all season. Like Top Gun Maverick when Tom Cruise is testing his highest sure. speed and his highest Gs, and he grabs that fucking stick when it's telling him not to, and he goes, <laughs> that's what we're doing right that's now. That's where we at. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Let's go. I think you got it. Oh! oh! Almost. Shit. All right. That's a good try, though, man. It's a tough shot. It's not. Not a lot of people make it. Nobody actually. I like down everybody in that charity. <laughs> we'll do it again next <laughs> oh, yeah, week. Man, it's good, man. Hey, we'll do it again next week, hopefully. Have a great week. We appreciate your time. Please tell everybody over there we said hello. And let Poyer know, if he doesn't have 17 picks, me... And everybody else is going to be incredibly disappointed in this season, and maybe yep. he should quit. Okay? <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, multi-time Super Bowl champ, future Hall of Famer, and founder of wow. Green Greener oh, Pastures yeah. Chicken. These are all the options. You ship these everywhere? Yes, sir. Holy, look at that. It's amazing. Oh, those guys look unbelievable. Oh. Who does your web? Yeah, good website person, too. Oh, great camera. Good, <laughs> good lens. Good lens on this. Oh, oh look at put that. those in the grill. Right Pasture raised chicken legs. legs. Pasture raised. Like our, our birds, they have natural access to insects, sunlight, natural grass. We just pull these, these houses across the pasture. And every every few days, and they have natural access to you know all types nice. of bugs and critters, and Unreal. you know we try to keep it as natural as possible. It's good meat. Good guy. <laughs> Goddamn right. Good guy. Great player, Vaughn Miller. Hey, I yeah! Yeah! Let's dive into it. Uh, it is time for a segment that we've all been waiting for for one week exactly. It is time for us to either reconfirm our thoughts on what's going to happen this evening or feel terrible about what's going to happen this evening. It is time to go inside a team meeting room, this time with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday morning on Coach P's Keys to Victory. That's right. This man's been a head coach in the NFL. He coached for 35 years. Now it's time for Coach P's Keys on how the Steelers win this game tonight against the Cleveland Browns. Go ahead, Coach. All right, good morning, man. Good morning, morning Coach. Coach. Morning, Coach. Hey, look, we know uh, we're on a short week. Yeah. Huge division game. Huge. Winner of this game is going to be in first place. Before we get to uh, talking about the Browns and what our challenges are with this game, Mm -hmm. I just need a little house cleaning stuff, stuff that I didn't think I was going to have to, you know, talk about on a short fucking week. So. Go ahead and put the deal up. So I wake up to this, mm. and, I, and I, think, I think we got a really good culture here. Yeah. All right, I think we treat you like men. I think I let you let your light shine, be you, personality, win a game, dance, all dance with you, all that stuff, right? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Air Force Ones, yep. donuts, yes. you know, when we're supposed to eat healthy. And then I wake up to this, all right? We have to call the right plays to get down the field in the right ways. Yep. Deontay, where you at, Deontay? Right here, Coach. Did you say that? I may have said that. Okay. 
Not gonna air our dirty laundry in the media, right? Oh, fuck. Okay, we can only do what they tell us to do and execute it. Chase. Yeah. Veteran. Yeah. Leader of the wide receiver room, right? Top three. And then we got, and you got young guys in there that are watching you, right? Yeah. Mitch, you got a C on your jersey. Oh, call concepts to get the receivers there. Sorry, Coach. What does that mean? Are we just going to throw each other under the bus? We're going to throw coaches under the bus? We've always had open-door policy, guys. It's always been, hey, look, we need to pass something out man-to-man, up front, forthright. We own our shit. We open a door, we close a door, and we talk as men, and we get it worked out, but not in the media. And then I'm watching a press conference. I'm I'm watching a press conference, and Canada – Coach Canada's up there talking, all of a sudden he gets asked a question about, uh, you know, a rookie, Pick. He said, well, Pickens said that, you know, he was running wide open 90% of the time, you know, all over that field. And they asked Coach Canada, he's got to sit there, and I said, I respect the question, but I'm going to leave it alone. Good for you, Coach. We had to take the high road right there, Coach Canada. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I agree. agree. We don't need this. We don't need this, right? Is everybody on the same page? Yes, sir. Yes, coach. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to the first slide. All right. Looking at at this, all right? So our offense, offensive keys. This dude right here, all right, 95, he can play, right? Where's Big Oak? Okafer? Right here, coach. You got him? I got him, coach. You know, you played against the dude, right? Yes, coach. Okay, who is that? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. All right, Clowney's out. So I don't know who the left side is, but Clowney's out. So you're going to get this, uh, this right dude, all right? Then they got a guy named Rochelle. they got a couple other cats, right? But as long as with Clowney out, all attention on here. Let's make sure we get him blocked up, all right? Let's make sure we get his ass blocked up, all right? got a good front. they got good dudes up there, all right? But that's the dude we got to take care of. Exploit soft zones, okay? 7.17. All right, 24th in the league right now per catch. Whoa. We need to take some shots. Coach, we need to take some shots down the fucking field. Mitch, you're a great player. You're a great quarterback. we got great receivers. Trust these motherfuckers. Let's open this thing up and get some shots down the field. Coach, Give them a chance. Coach, that's what we were alluding to in the media. But Yeah, well, okay. you know what? That, that's fine and dandy. All right, why don't you just sit up and pay attention, right? We don't need to see that shit in the media. I'll be the guy. I talk about injuries. Okay. We just saw Eckler. I mean, he's running his mouth. Gave the whole injury report. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure his pockets are a little bit less right now, all right? His bank account's short, okay? So we got to do this. We got to take shots. Seven, not three, what does that mean? Red zone right now, <clears throat> they're not very good, okay? We can attack them in the red zone. We'll see some plays later. Let's go on to the next slide. All right, defensively. Obvious, right? Stop the run. Brissett, all right, took the helm when they, uh, you know, suspended uh, Deshaun for 11 weeks. Know this guy. We know him well, all right? He's a good player. Don't sleep on him, okay? And he's big and he's strong. Like Big Ben was, all right, he's tough to get down in the pocket. So if you get there and you get close, you have to wrap him up and get his right arm wrapped up, just like we used to do, all right, with Ben, all right? Get his right arm wrapped up. We all know that for Chubb and Hunt, 200 yards. They're first in the league right now. Damn. First in the league in rushing right now, okay? And we haven't been that good. We need to be better. We need to be better. we got to slow down. Get off on third down. Right now, they're fourth, 53%. 53% on third down. they got playmakers, right? Cooper, all right? P. 
People's Jones, Njoku. Now, I don't know why. I don't know why. But Njoku hasn't been targeted. I think he's only got four catches so far in the season. Perfect. So, look, prime time, Thursday night, at home, elf on the fucking field. Expect this dude to get some shots. Expect him to get some balls. They got to get him. If there's anybody should be crying, all right, in the media, it probably should be his ass. Right? Okay. And then erase Coop. Amari Cooper comes over. He's their most targeted guy. He leads them in receptions. We got, uh, you know, some other dudes. All right, but that's the guy right there. Next slide. Okay, special teams, keys to victory for us, right? Kickoff coverage. We got to hunt. Hell yeah. All right, Mm -hmm. we get touchback, we get touchback. This guy, Ford, Jerome Ford, he's a rookie. He can go. 5'10, 210. Thighs, almost as big as Saquon, all right? He's like Whoa. a rolling ball of butcher knives when he's coming out of that end zone. So you better have your damn helmet buckled up in your mouthpiece. Get a couple mouthpieces, because you know the AFC North. You know this is going to be a bloodbath. Coach, mouthpieces? Yeah. No one's wearing them. No, they don't yeah. matter. They don't Jalen Ramsey. Well, that's on you. We tell you to wear them, so that, that, I'm, I'm clean of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Trainers, make, sure you get, make sure you get with that. I don't know anything about that. It's not open to questions. Much money. Hey, yeah, exactly. As much money as you're putting into those grills, I'd wear a damn mouth. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's get some punt returns going. Right now, they're giving up 13 yards. I know it's only two weeks. That's 29th in the league. And then clean operation. All right. Snap, hold, kick, snap to the punter. Let's have a clean opera- operation. Let's go to the video, huh? Hell yeah. Let's check a couple plays out. All right, so we talked about Garrett, right? Taking care of Miles Garrett. Three sacks in week one. Okay, no sacks, I I don't think, in week two. So let's take a look. Oh, actually, there is one right here. He's got three on the season. My bad. Go ahead. Run the the tape, Foxy, please. Okay, so we know he's lining up over here. All right. We could probably speed that up in the you know interest of time. There we go. Okay, we're about to kick. Okay, so run that, run that back. Run that back. A little too fast. Run that back. Okay, so go ahead, Foxy. You're going to see a lot of split safety. You're going to see some cover three, some cover two, some cover four. All right. But at least block the guy, right? <laughs> he should make that sack. But we can't go in the best player on their defense, the best player maybe on their team, and just let him scot-free. Right? Let him go scot-free next play. That's bad ball right there. Terrible. 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 All right, here we go. Red area. We talked about what? Seven, not three? Let's check out the red area right here. Okay, secondary-wise, right? Who's their lead dog, number 21? What's his name? Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, number one draft pick, right? A couple yeah. years back, whatever it was. We got Newsom. We got 35, I think, in the slot. Let's take a look. Del Pitt in the back. They got good secondary. They got a really good secondary. Anthony Walker, he's the signal caller in the middle, number five. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. And, here you go. So watch this over here. You're going to get this coverage, right? Three-man rush. Go ahead, run it back. Three-man rush, we call it red two. All right, red two. Extra guy here. He's got the deep middle half over here. Place. These guys are fade to flat in red, too, because it's really tight in the red, red area. So if we get a vertical, they're supposed to carry. But if he goes inside with a cut split and you get a wheel route, we got to come off on this. Yep. Or 21's got to come off. Just watch this. This wasn't his greatest game. Can we exploit this, Mitch? Hell yeah. Huh? Chase, can we get this done? Stay out of the media, please. All right, we got to exploit that. That's for a veteran guy, a number one pick. Hey, we can say, hey, we better stay away from 21. All right, he's a dude. He's a first-rounder, all that, right? Big I don't know. Oh. Check the film out. Oh. You guys watch the film. Hey. You watch the film. I paid Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. Next play. All right, here we go. 
Ooh. We need to get him the ball, Coach. Yes, we do. What happened? The it's the next play? On. Yeah, next play. Here Sorry, Coach, it's this one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's on me. I, I sent the film in. That's on me, dude. No, no, it's okay, me, Coach. Okay, so look. Run this back. Here's the other guy. Number 23, nameless gray faces, right? That's how we call him. I don't even know his last name. I just watched the tape here. So they motion across. 20 goes across with them. Who do you think you should throw to, Mitch? Huh? Who do you think you should throw guy to? Guy on the outside. Guy on the outside. Watch. Ooh, that's a good move. Go My God, I want to suit up. I want to suit up and go take this one. You're saying he's an easy me? coach. You're saying you this is easy tugs. I mean, first of all, you motion a guy across, all right, and the whole defense tells you, okay, we're loaded up right here. We got single coverage. We got zero. We got no help. We got Garrett Wilson, rookie for the Jets, or Chase Claypool for us, or Deontay Johnson, whoever it is, right? What about me, Coach? My name's George Pickens. Dog. I'm open 99 I'm always time, open, Coach. You well, know, I said it's an immediate. You know you what? Can't You'll be open. lucky to get in the game, Pick. <laughs> oh. After that shit. George. I don't want to ever hear about you being in the media ever again. No, no, throw him the ball. Mind your business. Damn, Pickens. We can do that, right, Mitch? Fucking rookie. Huh? Yes, coach. Guys, can we do that? Can we protect long enough to get that off? Easy. Yes, let's go. Open up some damn holes, protect for the quarterback, and let's win. All right. Stop Chubb, right? Go ahead, run it back there, Foxy. Chubb and Hunt, all right? Public Chucked. enemy one and two. Chubb and Hunt, we got to stop those two dudes. Here's number 24. Chubb, we've seen enough of Chubb. Jeez. Really good concept. All right, run game for these guys. You're going to get the zone, inside-outside zone, stretch concept, right? Gary Kubiak, Shanahan, West Coast, Stefanski, that's where they all come from, okay? And then they got gap schemes. This one's an influence trap. Pull the guard. That guy runs up the field. He says, oh, my God, I got a free sack. And then he gets ear hole. And then we got we'll show the back end on this. Show the end zone copy on this, Foxy. Great design. These guys do a great job. This offensive line, run it back. This offensive Both line. Both tackles. Joe Batonio. Okay. Batonio. Uh, what's his uh, 79, 77's name? All right. Teller, I think. Wyatt Teller. Yeah. Number one ranked offensive line coming into 2022, fellas. Wow. Number one ranked offensive line. So they run a trap play. Sheesh, I can run through that hole. Get him down. Absolutely, you could. I could. <laughs> Grandma could. Go ahead and run it. Coach, what about our offensive line? Yeah, they kind of stink. Coach. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. We're growing. We're getting better. <laughs> we got good dudes. You guys believe in yourself. We can get this done. All right, it's go tough. ahead. Run this thing. It's hard to believe. Yeah, whatever we just, everybody dies behind us. Here we go. That's really not fair. Right not not right now. We got a short week. Let's be positive. <laughs> positive please. Dial in. St- Turn in. your Air Force Ones in too, by the way. What? <laughs> All of them. Go ahead, run it. Let's see what we got here. Who we say they're gonna throw to? Mari Cooper, coach. Okay. Where's Coop at? Three. Okay. Oh, he can't play. Dallas gave up on, didn't want to pay him, right? So we got him. Duke can still roll, okay? Let's make sure we know where two is, erase him, all right? And Peoples-Jones, Joku, whoever else they got, they got to beat us. So let's do a good job on number two here. Oh! That's a route. Hey, you see that, coach? That's a route. It's a great job. We call this a levels route. Tier route, levels route. Mm. Go ahead, run it, Foxy. 
They love this concept. Okay, stop it right there. Stop it right there. First level, second level, third level. All right, sail routes towards the, towards the, towards the sideline. Third down, what did we say they were? Mitch they, on third down? Uh, they were 26th. Fourth. 34th. Yeah, 50. Fourth. <laughs> Short week, this is going to be a problem. Okay. Lock Our in. quarterback doesn't even know what the hell stats I just put up. Well, yeah, I do. Coach, what he's got right, right over here. Quarterback. Yeah, Pickens isn't listening. He wants the ball. Give me the goddamn ball. 53%. <laughs> Throw the ball, 53% coach. fourth, all right, in the, oh, in the National yes. Football League. Shit. And mainly because of that guy, don't sleep on Jacoby and Mari Cooper. Foxy, we got anything left for these guys? Oh, yeah, special teams. Remember who we said, that Ford dude, Jerome Ford. 5'10", all right. 210. Oh, 2'10". What was his speed? 4'2". 4'4'3". Listen up. Damn. Pay attention. Just because you're not on kickoff coverage doesn't mean you can't respect the guys that have to run down the damn field. Yeah, Coach, Coach, Coach you know, he's, he's a – Bitch-ass quarterback. That's why he's not right, on. He go. doesn't care about this. I'm right. nervous about Kenny, all right? Yeah, you should be. He's out for the game. Yes. Garrett. Okay, so this dude can roll. So we got to do a great job getting his ass on the ground. Can we get some campaign, though, too? Let's pause this thing. Hey, are we all squared away the media, guys? Yes, yes sir. Coach. Got it. That shit that we put up there, I don't ever want to have to come in front of you men again and address this type of stuff. All right? Huge game. On the road, prime time, at the Browns, got an elf on the damn field. Brownie. Do what you're supposed to do. Take care of your bodies. Get your frickin' rest. It's a short week. It's all walk through. It's all mental, and then it's showing up, and it's you against that dude. Hell yeah. Our will. Impose our will on these some bitches. We'll get this job done. Yeah, hell yeah. There you go, fellas. Hey, baby, Coach Beast Keys for the Pittsburgh Steelers. AJ, what are your thoughts from watching outside? You should, I'm ready to go through a wall right now. Now, George Pickens I, I is wide open, but mm-hmm. I'm ready to go through a wall, AJ. Coach, my only question, what happens if that big guy, number 95, rips my helmet off and starts beating me in the head with it? What should I do? <laughs> well, um, don't retaliate. Okay. All right. Take your damn medicine. All right. Let's be the bigger man. Okay. Might die, we just saw, we saw, you know, Evans... You know, in that Saints-Bucks game, right? Some shit starts and blah, blah, blah. No, actually. What? If a helmet comes off and he tries to swing on you with that helmet. Yeah. You got my permission. Go after his ass. Hell yeah. Yeah, We ain't taking that shit. Yeah, you're right. I don't care if they suspend all of us. We'll miss a week. Yeah, we will. We're playing 16 games. We're old school. Yeah. We don't play 17 games like you guys. Yeah, right. Coach B, we appreciate you. All right, everybody take five. Hour three will be on the other side of this five-minute break. Coach, that was fucking awesome. That was good. Good job, Coach. I want to let you know, it is nice to be back in a team meeting room there. Now, a little bit more chirpy in here than in the actual team meeting. Yeah, yeah way more. But you, <laughs> you handling, because sometimes that does happen in team meeting, you just naturally going back into your coaching. All right, let's keep the energy. I like yeah. the energy. Short week. Short week. I enjoy that so much. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, it is time now for uh, for Coach P's wow. keys to end in one way and one way alone. When Coach P makes this shot. Yeah. Good pump fake. What are we going for? What? Do you, how many people? You want 10, 15? Well, let's start with 10. 10 people, yeah. $500. Randoms who retweet this and put their cash tag in a response tweet. Cup. Oh! oh! That was, that was. Damn. Damn. Tight spiral. Oh, it's another bar, dude. Yeah. It is another bar. Oh, there is. Yep. 
We know for sure. Who this is gonna be basketball. it here. Just like we're throwing DB drills. Eight glass. Oh! Oh! Let's dive into the team meeting room for the Cleveland Browns this week as they play host to the Pittsburgh Steelers in tonight's game. Here's Monday morning's team meeting with Coach P's Key. Let's go, Coach. Come on, Coach. Let's get the boys ready to go. Heartbreaker last week. Yeah, heartbreaker it was. Good morning, men. Good morning, Coach. Hey, so we always talk about Disappointed, but never discouraged. Be really easy to get discouraged after that last one. We let victory, you know, slip away. Uh So we're disappointed, yeah. Uh But the great news is this. We got a short week, all right? We've got a home game, a division game. We know what this game is all about against the Steelers. So we got a chance in three or four days, all right, to get this taste out of our mouth. Disappointed, yeah. Discouraged, never. We, we got a coach. really good fucking football team, man. Yeah, we do. A yeah, really good football team. Yeah, Jacoby's do. doing a great job, okay, filling in at quarterback. We got a run game that's outstanding. Our defense, we got shit figured out. All right, we met, we got together, we hashed things out. Good on you guys. All right, that game, I'm taking personal responsibility. Thanks, coach. As the head football coach, that's on me. And we had guys go to the media and stand up in the media. All right. Our runner, Chubb, he goes up there and said, I should have known. No, that's on me, Chubby. All right. That's on me. I got that. All right. I screwed that up. I got to get that into you. So that's on me. We got a long season. We got a prime prime time game coming up. So let's take a look at the Steelers. Right. Offensive keys to victory. First and foremost, this is who we are, RTB. Run the ball. They're giving up 128 yards. All right, wow. on the ground per game. All right, part of the reason for that is they're missing their dude. All right, defensive player of the year uh, last year, T.J. Watt. Bye, He's bye, out. Bye. We we know that, right? All right, they got good players up front. You know, they got Hayward, they got Alua Lou, Mack, all right, and Bush in the middle at linebackers. Fitzpatrick, we know about this guy. High Smith. All right, they had high expectations for him, and he showed out in week one. So we got to be able to run the football. We know everything with this club starts with the run game. Yep. And then it sets up the pass game, mm-hmm. the run action, the RPOs, the play action pass, the shots down the field. All right, so we got to be able to do that. Throw and catch, all right? Yards after catch, all right? Yards after contact. 275 yards a game they're giving Jeez. up right now. Now, now, you look at these numbers, and it'd be real fucking easy to walk out of this meeting. Oh, fuck. This ain't the same old Steelers. Well, let me tell you something. You'd be making a grave fucking mistake. Look at the stats. Because you know, I don't give a shit. They can't tackle. Look, they've been on the field. They've been on the field for 160 snaps in two ball games. All right, mostly because the offense can't move the ball and they can't score. All right, and that's on our defense to handle that business. All right, but they've been on the field, so this isn't indicative of of just you know what you're going to get. We know what we're going to get. Okay, on Thursday night, we know what we're going to get. Don't try. Fits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't try him. Jacoby, what number is he? Fitz, Fitzpatrick? 39. It's right there. <laughs> really good job. Yep. I knew you were a brilliant dude. Thank knew you were a smart ass quarterback. Yep. He's right there. 39. All right. They also got in the back end. 25 is Witherspoon. 20 is Sutton. 35. All right, Mallette. We can get after these dudes. But this dude, 
You make sure when we're going downtown, or we've got some, we've got a lot of quick passes. We're getting it out quick. We're moving the ball, this, that, and the other. Don't go after him. He's going to set you up. He's going to be in the back end. Right. He's going to be sitting back there, and he's going to turn like this, and he's going to act like he, whether it's single high, all right, or two high defense, and they play a lot of zone defense. All right, what they're going to do is he's going to give you these shoulders, and you think, oh, shit, I got him. And like Ed Reed, Troy Palomalo, right. all the greats, he's going to give you that. You're going to turn, pat that ball, and shoot it down the field, and he's going to speed turn just like this, and he's going to go pick that ball off. Mm. Now, you're going to say, nah, coach, I can make that throw. I can get it there, but just don't do it. I can do it, coach. I don't can get him. What did I say? Don't say Don't, it. don't try do it. him. What's your problem? Don't try him. I'm going to try him. Don't try him. All right? Let's give him the respect he Where's deserves. Jacoby? Stay the F away. Frick. Okay? S-T-F-A. Is that fudging? Yes. If it's in Indianapolis, yes. it is. Yes. Okay? Let's go on to the next one. Defensive keys. <clears throat> next slide, please. Thank you. What's that mean? Foxy. All right? Naj, right? Naj. What number is Naj? Naj, 22. He's 22. Yeah, he's 22. Damn good football player. Yep. Having a hard time right now. All right, this offensive line? Stinks. 30th. Oh. Okay? 30th in the National Football League right now. That's what their ranking was coming into this game, or uh, this season, excuse me, all right? Start, okay, stop and start, excuse me. What does that mean? We're going to see a clip later on. If you let this son of a bitch get going and you let him get downhill, now he's got patience, all right? He'll, get, he'll take the hand off and then he'll give you this, get you to stop your feet, and then he's gone. He burst inside, he burst outside, right or left. But you make him stop his feet, we get penetration inside, Cam, all right? Tyson, we get penetration inside, all right, we're going to be good. Okay, here we go. Let's so take I'm a look. About. All right, dominate the line of scrimmage, all right? We already talked about that, all right? Where they're ranked. Okay, top, <clears throat> top down coverage. Got to earn everything, okay? They have to earn everything. Pickens, Claypool, Johnson. I know, all right, Tomlin's addressed, all right, with that team. You know it, too. Those guys coming out and talking about this and talking about that. Oh, yeah. and if we call the right plays and, if, and if, if coach puts us in the right position and, and all this shit, right, you know they've had a discussion. Yeah. You know they haven't been taking shots down the field. Count on them taking shots. Uh-huh. Be where you're supposed to be, man. Let's take a look. I'm right. nervous, Special coach. teams. What? He's nervous. I'm nervous. They got dogs. Get the fuck out of here, then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Get out, Denzel. If you're scared, fucking go to church, dude. It smells yeah. like shit in here anyways. 100% punt and field goal pro- uh, protection. All right, 39 again. Yep. What do you do against the Bengals? And hey, block the field goal. Okay, One send it to game. what? I thought you just threw the ball. I thought you just... Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, go short week. Come on. Stay focused. Jeez. We haven't even been in here that long. Take your meds. Get your ADD fixed, all right? Let's yeah, go. Right. Quit effing around. Yep. Okay, so this guy, we got to be awesome, all right, with punt field goal protection. Know where 39 is again, all right? Set up score, kickoff return, all right? They're 28th in the league right now, all right? Cover and kick, 28.3, all right? Damn. Average. We can get them. And then this little dude, Oslo Wilkowski, what college? Yep. All right. Went to uh, Mount Vernon? No, Bemidji Fuck. State. Who? Bemidji State, powerhouse Bemidji State. Bemidji State. Minnesota. I knew it. This guy is a baller. Well. He is a baller. All right. We talked about that other dude, Ford. This guy's a baller, right? So we got to do a great job of getting him on the ground if he has an opportunity. It'll hit him off in let's the go. face, won't yeah, it? Yeah, he just fumbled. It'll hit him in the face if we punt it high enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's give that a shot. <laughs> really good point. Put that on the game plan. Get that in the game plan. Make sure. Boom. All right. Nice shot. I appreciate there that. There you got you, Coach. All right. Let's go to the video. We got some video? Hell yeah. Foxy, you're the man. Oh. Oh. What did we say we had to do against the Steeler defense? It starts with what around here? Line of scrimmage, Coach. Win the line of scrimmage and run the football. Here's Joe Mixon, week one. Whew. All right. This is a fourth and one situation. Four, I don't care, first and ten, second, whatever, third down, fourth down. Run the football. Right down their throats. Knock them in the goddamn mouth. Open up some freaking holes. Hey. Hand it off to our dude and run the damn football. Let's go. Yes. Next clip. Throw and catch, right? Throw and catch. Mm-hmm. Who we got up top? Nelson Aguilar, hell of a ball player. Let's see. We got, we got Aguilar, all right? Week two, okay? They've got beat, 17-14. All right, so run it back. We got Spoon. Okay, they're going to challenge you. Terrell Austin's a defense coordinator. I worked with Terrell. All right, I know him. Damn good football coach. Awesome football coach. He's going to have those guys. He's going to challenge them say, hey, you get up in these guys' grill, all right, and you challenge them at the line of scrimmage. And when they do, we got to make them pay. Watch. 50-50 ball. Oh, what a ball. 50-50 ball. Let's come down with it. Let's come down with it. Next clip. Excellent. Aguilar's a good player, Coach. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, let's take a peek. Stay away from who? 39. What did I say? Stay away from Stay Fitz. Stay the fuck away. Drop it back. Let's go. This Freak. is the first pass of the year, right, for Burrow? Right? Wasn't this team in the Super Bowl? One year ago. Huh? Didn't they represent the AFC in the Super Bowl a year ago? Joey Burrow, stud, right? Really good player. Dog. Jacoby, just don't do it. Because you guys get to this point and you think, okay, I can do this. I know I can't. I'm going to do it. Run it back again. Please. Stop it there, okay? Stop it there. All right, we got one here, right? And that guy's right here. I don't think this guy, if they're going to close the middle of the field, okay, Jacoby, I don't think from here he's going to get there. He's got his shoulder square. I anticipate this guy, if this guy was a little bit more here, I would anticipate him coming down here and then being single high. But if he's out here by the numbers, and this cat's right here, anticipate he's effing around just to get you think single high, and then run back here, Get Burrow, Jacoby, get you to throw okay, into that coverage and intercept the ball. Go ahead and run it, please. And I'm sure the same conversations, Zach Taylor, is that, that's head coach, right, Cincy? Zach yes. Taylor had the same conversation with, with Joey Burrow, smoking a cigar. Yeah, absolutely. Told him not, don't, don't do it. First play of the game, coach. Don't do it. First, <laughs> that was first play, first throw? Yeah. yeah. Should have ran the ball. Fuck. Hand this, hand this thing off and don't can. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. All right, next clip. <clears throat> Where are we at? What did we talk about? What has to, let's keep it right there, Foxy. This dude right here, Naj, yep. what do we have to make him do? Stop, Stop and start. Stop and restart. Get to the line of scrimmage. And we need what up front? A couple things, right? Penetration. Okay? A flat wall. All the gaps taken care of. We got to set hard, firm edges. Hard and firm on yeah. the edge. Oh, yeah. And don't get your shoulders turned, because if you do, he's going to bounce and he'll be outside, run the tape. D line pretty good for New England, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. so good. Right? Not as good as ours. Run it back. I don't know, Coach. Run it back. You guys got to do a great job up front. Watch it. Watch, it get, watch him get knocked back here. Watch the knock him back. Boom. 
Boom, penetration. It's got to stop, start, edge on the defense. Corners coming up. All 21 players inside, nowhere to go. That's got to be all game. Because you can do it, hey, 5, 10, 15, five, 20, five, and five. then you get tired, all right, and then you think, oh, shit, we got him. No, and then all of a sudden, you don't do your job. Mm. We don't have a flat wall. We don't set a firm edge, and the some bitch has gone down the sideline. Longest plays in football happen where? Down the freaking sideline. Side Write it down. Write it down. You guys are bu- bullshitting Boxing. around. Hey, no edge. Put it down. Got no it. edge, no chance. No edge, no chance. Longest Next play, play sideline, penetration. How do you spell sideline, no coach? Play. Mass no, penetration. Next play. They don't spell sideline. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Run this one. Pressure. Dominate the offensive line. Dominate this offensive line. Okay. <clears throat> Little run. Uh, boot action here. Sliding through. Would we say in the hey run that back please? Stop it right there. Perfect. Okay, so we got an unblocked player because they're just chipping and going to the flat. We said top down coverage, right? Top down, make them earn everything. Is he deep enough? Yep. Yeah, plenty of room. We saw some tape earlier on everything DB, right? Where some D backs weren't deep enough. Nope. Yep. They weren't anywhere near anything. No. Right? Mm. Embarrassing. Top down defense. Make them go the long hard way. Get underneath this one. Throw it here. Make them check this thing down or we get the sack because of the coverage. Throw it here. We come up, staple it to the ground, tackle it off the field. Go ahead. He got nowhere to go. Sack. Bar That's got to be all game. Next play, please. Jeez. Here we go. Here we go. Foxy, this is your favorite play, isn't it? Yep. Oh. Look at that. Oh. So what do we say? Make them do what? Got to earn everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Make them earn everything. So they can't trick play, whatever it is. We can't give up a, a, a damn stinking thing. We got to defend every damn blade of grass on every down. Okay, so they're, again, they're, de- they're going to try anything, right? Told you already, they're going to try the shots down the field. Right? They're going to do anything to try to get, and this is Moose. Moose. Good player now. He's a dog. Let's make them earn everything, man. Hell yeah. Let's make them earn it all. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, there's two types of pain. Pain of discipline and pain of regret. Okay? We had regrets walking into that locker room the other night. Okay? After that despicable finish. Yeah. Disappointing. Not discouraging. Okay? But that disappointing. We're up like we're up. And then we give up some play. We, I got to be better, but we got to be better. And we will be better. Oh, yeah. 21, I didn't see you play like that ever. You got the chance to redeem yourself. Pain of discipline and pain of regret. Let's be disciplined this week. Let's be disciplined in meetings, walkthroughs, practice, what? taking care of our body, getting sleep, what? eating right, and then come out and give these guys a face full of brownies, all right? Thursday night. Let's have a day. Yeah. Can't wait to I, go ahead, yeah. 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 You ready for it? Yeah. Want to pick one? Yep. Yep. That was a hell of a team meeting. Yeah, right. let's go. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for that, Sean. Oh, I'm well done, sorry no. for interrupting. No, no, I was going to give you uh, your accolades, but it sounds like you want to make a pick right now. No, let's let's look at it. Okay. Okay, so we've talked about both teams, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at the Browns, we understand what the Browns want to do offensively. Run right? the football. Run yeah. the football. Feature. All right, and then defensively for the Steelers, Chubby. right now they're having some issues, right? They're missing some guys. They're missing TJ. They're, they're giving up some yards on the ground, giving up some yards. Not the same defense, right? So we know that. Pittsburgh offense, struggling right now. 
Houston. Big time. Struggling right now, all right? That, again, anticipate the balls down the field, right? If you're the Cleveland defense, anticipate that, all right? But they're having, they're having their issues there. And defensively, you know, not the same deal. So, oh, oh, oh your stick. it's a stick. Lesser athlete would have been on the ground. Yeah, you're damn right. I appreciate you. Freak athlete. Yeah, freak athlete. Yeah, all right, right, so let's put, let's put this up here, okay? So when you look at this thing, all right, if you've got green, you're the Browns defense, right? Green is good. Three greens, one red. If you're the Steelers offense, oh, all red, one green, not good. Favor who? Browns, Browns, right? All right, let's look at this one. All right, Browns offense Jeez. now versus the Steelers defense. Okay, you got all this green over here. All right, and then you got all this red over here. Judas Priest. Next slide. <laughs> you don't have to be a damn genius to this? figure out this one. Now, Pittsburgh, okay, had the league's worst run defense in 2021. Coach. Okay, why Cleveland leads league this year, 2022. So, What's I'm not a bad man, I can't. But here's my prediction. Okay. Here's my prediction. Let's go ahead and look at it. I just feel like, oh. all right, even though oh, no. we know it's going to be a bloodbath. 44. AJ, you talked about this, right? Oh, yeah. Earlier. Yeah. Helmets off. All oh, right. Yes. Heads are bonked. We're going after Rudolph it. Rudolph going after it, right? Heads are bonked. Pitts 7 <laughs> 2 and 1 in the last 10 meetings. Hell yeah. All right, you'd say, okay, go with the Steelers, right? No. Okay, Whoa. Mike Tomlin. Since 2007, guess what? In primetime games, there's only one coach that has more wins than them. Who do you think it is? Belichick. Belichick. Fuck yeah! One dude, 64% on primetime. But that don't matter in this one. We got Chubb and Hunt, right? We got a Wattless Pittsburgh defense that's reeling right now. We got Brissett running things, managing things. He's going to make some damn plays. I got the Browns, 24-20. is an interesting, not a betting man, obviously, but no. that, I wonder if that would have been 25-20 yeah, if right. the line was still what the line was last <laughs> night. Uh, Chuck, we appreciate the hell out yeah. of you. Yeah. Chuck got smarter. You brought donuts. Thanks for the jacks from Jimmy. Uh, and thank you, Coach. We can't wait for next week, man. You're the best. Thank I can't God. wait to see it shape up. Thank yeah. you so much, ladies appreciate and gentlemen. Chuck Bogoy. That was fucking amazing. Thank you, Coach. Hell yeah. yeah he looks good, too, doesn't he? Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. He, that's literally like team meeting there. He's got slides on. Mm -hmm. He's got a hoodie on. Mm -hmm. Coaching up both teams. He's got Cleveland by four, it appears. I uh, spilled my drink right on me in the middle of that thing. Uh, wasn't as full because I did get a lot of juice in me before the whole meeting because I wanted to be up and alert for that one. Right. Feels like you guys are fucking around too much, and you weren't participating at Whoa. all in that meeting. You're very quiet. You're present. I'm trying not to interrupt the coach. You guys, I'm trying to get you guys focused because you're interrupting the whole time. You're present, but not engaged. You. Yep. And I'm, I'm not disappointed. I'm discouraged about how you fucking act <laughs> in those team meetings, AJ. It's the other way around. I love around. I absolutely love whenever Chuck dives into it. So he's got the Browns. Now we have another segment we're going to do, and we're going to debut right now. There's a man that I've gotten a chance to learn a lot about. He didn't answer. Oh, jeez. Oh, you got to be shitting me. Why? <laughs> Good Lord. Who? No. I don't want to give it away. Chuck didn't get the football throw. Chuck. No. Chuck. Coach. Chuck. Chuck, need it. Need it. Need it. Need you, coach. Coach. The throw. Coach, the throw. The football throw. <laughs> He's coming. There we go. I just sent the text to the person that's going to be on for this segment. Hey, we FaceTimed you. Hopefully that answer changes. Come fresh go, out Here of Wyoming. Man. Come on, Chuck. What do you want? 
How many people you want to win? Yeah, you are. Let's go 25. 25 people. Yes. Jeez. Okay. This guy's trying to bankrupt us, obviously. He goes the opposite direction of the Super Boost. And uh, actually, we would win a Super yeah, Boost. We yeah, we would. We would win a Super Boost. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you are? Yes. We can win 20, both. 25 people randomly chosen yes. to win $500 if you retweet this video. And Chuck Pagano makes this shot. Football. Bucket. Oh. There's another one. Oh, right here. There's another one. Another one. Same rules remain. On, 25 random winners who retweet this video. That's ah! right. You'll have next week. You'll have next yep. week. It was a good attempt. Good throws. Good throws. He could sling the pill, by the way. Yeah. Hey, he used to run DB drill. You know, DB warm-up drills. You should see him sling that thing. Speaking of. see right there. Did you see Pete Carroll one-handed that? Ooh. 71 years of age? Yes. Chuck and Pete make me feel optimistic about what the future is. Joining us now in a brand new segment we are debuting right now. It's called A Quick Bite with the Bear. A man I've got to hang out with weekly since joining college game day. An absolute stallion. A known thesaurus of information about football and gambling enthusiasm bear yeah, yeah bear! how are you bear never bet against the money pat yeah never bet against the money yeah somebody said that in a meeting the other day and me and bear who sit next to each other in the production meetings heard that and we're like did not expect that to come out of that person's mouth but we are obviously going to live by that we have lived by that a quick bite with bear is a segment that i can't wait for tonight bear Pittsburgh goes to Cleveland. Both of them are going through some shit. Cleveland's favored by three and a half. What do you like? How do you see it going? I love the Browns tonight. I, I, have, you, have you seen the Steelers' offense? It's going to be windy as hell here. Oh, no. uh, I, I think we're going to get quite a few arm punts if the Steelers try and throw the ball. You saw that Steelers' defense unable to stop uh, and get the Patriots off the field last Sunday. You're going to see a whole lot of Nick Chubb tonight. I, I, I think this might, this might get out of it's out of hand as a Steelers Baron Browns game could be, but uh, I, I I like the Browns quite a bit tonight. All right, thanks, Bear. Thank, Thank you, you Bear. Bear. Have fun. All right, Bear. Appreciate you. <laughs> Damn. So are the Steelers like the worst team in the NFL? What's going on? No, Colts are. But, oh, good point. But Steelers <laughs> sounds like right there. All right, AJ. Bear is very good at. Gambling, yeah, always, fa- I always follow him. Excuse me. Yeah, it's Almost the right play to do. Yeah. And getting to chat with him every week, I feel like I'm getting smarter. Him going with what he's going with, Chuck going with what he's going with. Mm-hmm. AJ, what are you picking for tonight? Three and a half is the spread. I got the Browns with uh, three and a half. I was going to pick that all along, and I'm just reinforced in my belief. Give me the Steelers plus three and a half. All right. Hell yeah. Woo! And maybe. And give me the under. Yes! Yeah! Oh. Bear just said this one's getting out of control, though. Yeah. But he said it was going to be windy. I didn't know that. Yeah, a little breezy in Cleveland. 48? Yeah, Is it chilly. 48, the over-under? 38. Uh, no, 38 and a half. 38. Yeah, so Chuck mm, has gonna... it going over as well. Give me the over, too. Oh, shit. Fuck. I'm not happy about any of this. Brown's money line. Give me... <laughs> Give me a Steelers. Yeah. Give me Steelers plus three and a half. Yep. Give me the bronze money line. Wow, yep. two for. And give me the under 38 and a half. 
That's what I'm doing. Boom. Our super boost <laughs> is out there, plus 800. It's alternate spread Steelers, plus seven and a half. Nick Chubb to score a touchdown. Sounds like a lot. And Naj Harris to score a touchdown. It is sitting at plus 800 as a super boost at FanDuel Sportsbook right now. We hit our last super boost. Guess yep. what? We're going back. To, to back. back. Because now is the time. And everybody has predicted that the Browns are going to cover three and a half. That's why we won with the alternate spread, because I had my dots as well at three and a half. It was at four and a half yesterday. It moved to three and a half. That should be good news for me. Yes. Yeah. But it sounds like even the greatest of gamblers, including Bear, like the Browns a lot. So Steelers plus seven and a half. Nausea Tud. Chubby a Tud. Love it. Super Boost plus 800. Let's have a fucking winning Thursday, shall we? Boys, Hell you got yeah. anything left? No, hopefully this game's not just a fucking snooze fest tonight. Mm-hmm. Also, I hope, I hope so. Can we bet on Boswell mind. to hit a million field goals? Uh, one Super field windy, goal though. every quarter is plus 500, something to think about. Let's wow. not forget. Muth first touchdown. Njoku's second, second touchdown, plus 20,000. Sounds good. Bet it. Do well, it. Don't be dumb. I bet it. I think you everyone in too. did. Put one, something on it. One dollar bet wins you two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And Tony isn't here, and I feel like I should say this because he did this week one. If it is going to be windy, it might be the uh, under, 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 under parlay that he hit. Maybe we think about doing that too. Aside from rushing. All right, let's win tonight. Hell Here yeah. we go. Let's win tonight. Woo. That one was in. Just not meant to be. That means tonight we're definitely winning. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Because we didn't get any bounces today. Got all the Miss Mojo out. Yeah, so tonight we'll get the bounces. Tonight things will go our way. Mm -hmm. We are due. AJ, thank you for your time. Von Miller, we appreciate the hell out of him. Chuck Pagano, absolutely electric with Coach B's keys. Darius Butler, we appreciate you hanging out. Toxic Table, what a day by you. Everybody behind the glass, I appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, Use the hashtag. uh, Oh, actually, there's there's a merch contest coming from. Yes. My Twitter account mm-hmm. that yep. Connor would be running. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Connor put the ideas together. Connor will be the one working it. Yep. Connor's the one that you need to play against in this thing. Bingo. It's coming in about an hour and a half. Wait for it. It should be good. We're also giving away, I think, some 2500 bucks to people to participate. Yep. i got a lot of good bets in there. All you got to do is pontificate properly, and you could win. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to the Ursays for putting on the Kicking the Stigma event tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all of you for watching. I'll be live in Knoxville tomorrow. Hell AJ yeah. will be live in the Thunderdome. Should have a great feel-good Friday after we hit our Super Boost and our 20,000-to-one bet. Hell yeah. 2,000-to-one. No, 200 to no, 200 to 1. 200 to 1. Yeah. Huge. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. Could you imagine this hits, AJ? Steelers get the ball, go down. Muth catches a touchdown. Browns get the ball. Play out. Joku touchdown, first quarter. Windy, too. It's going to be hard to get the ball outside. Tight exactly. end's getting a lot of balls. Oh, yeah. Just leaking out. Just boop. Quick over. Big hey. thanks to Bear for joining us for the quick bite. We will see you all tomorrow. Goodbye. Good luck and win every bet. Tone, congrats, buddy. We can't wait to see you again. Cheers. <laughs>